bees? This is Laura Bailey here to welcome you to the Critical Role podcast. If you'd like to tune into the show as it airs, you can watch Critical Role Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role and youtube.com slash critical role. Our lovely Twitch subscribers can view the episode on demand right away. Or you can find it on YouTube Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific. And of course, for all you fantastic podcast listeners, Critical Role episodes hit feeds on Thursday mornings, a week after the episode first airs. With all that said, let's get into another episode of Critical Role. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us in the ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. We, we are in our last episode of 2019. Oh, what? Yeah, last session before we so leave for the holidays. But so. I just got here. I know. We'll be back. We'll be back next year. Okay, okay. Which is only in a few weeks. Just 12 more months. Exactly. Um, but before we get into tonight's session, we do have some announcements to get through, beginning with the first of our two fantastic sponsors for the evening, a returning friend of the show, Backblade. Sam, if you don't mind. By our good friends at Backblaze, Yev is in the studio uh, hawking their premium backup technology for both Mac and PC. Unlimited online backup for all your fanfic, docs, artwork, music, pics, vids. That's how the kids say it. Oh, no. uh, and it just it starts at just $6 a month. You can also recover files from anywhere on the go, and uh, they go directly to the iOS or Android app, or you can order a hard drive with all your stuff, and Backblaze will ship it to you overnight, which reminds me, I recently had a computer hard drive crash, and uh, and they sent me my hard drive, and while I was sort of restoring everything, getting it back up and running, I found an old file that I had forgotten about from far away. I was shocked to find an old script for an anime trailer that was produced in the mid-90s. Turns out, a Japanese studio did a, an anime-style remake of Gale Force 5. You know, the popular <laughs> film starring sitcom icon Gale, as played by Ashley Johnson. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. Oh, yeah, now this that. was an anime remake, so some of the things won't f- seem as familiar to an American audience. I but forgot that I was the one that started You did do this. Me, Ashley yes. Johnson. <laughs> But I thought yes, you're responsible. <laughs> I was responsible for this. Um, but I thought I thought we could just do a, a dramatic reading of the trailer script that I found on my hard drive thanks to Backblaze, and uh, and it's it's just for the just people at here. home. Yeah, so you guys have some scripts to read, and uh, oh, there'll be some musical accompaniment. And oh no. you know what? No. Let's take it away, guys. From the studio that brought you Mobile Virgin Boy Senpai, Mega Princess Blue Z Shippuden, and Kazam, comes a brand new anime adventure. Mid-90s. Gail Kuhn, you're a transfer student. Want to get some ramen at the Maid Cafe? I want to, but I've been feeling strange powers growing inside me, and I need to do my best to discover my hidden destiny below the cram school, huh? Not me. <laughs> An ordinary girl with a pet cat named Neko and a powerful secret. Ah, a giant alien robot is attacking the hot springs. Our club meeting is ruined. Ah. Uh, I need to stop them. I call on you, ultimate Kaneko vampire stalker. Unleash my final four. <laughs> With the power of friendship, Gail can transform into a Mecha Mutant Student Council Vice President. You will never defeat me, Gail-san. <laughs> For I am 
Anderson, a four-story tall Gundam, and you are a helpless high school junior with a nosebleed. Gag me with a chopstick, Henderson! <laughs> Coming to theaters, it's Her Miracle Bebop Neo Gale 2047. This winter, get gilled. This. You would have watched that in the mid '90s. I feel I would like have watched that if had, I had they ever yeah. made it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. I would have bought that well. Your anime reactions are tip top. Yeah, I have a lot of experience. But thanks to Backblaze for helping me find that oh. old script. And and don't forget, guys, you can get a 15-day fully featured trial right now at Backblaze.com/slash. Huh? <laughs> nope. Backblaze.com/slash Critical Role. And start protecting your stuff today. Thanks to Yev. Thanks to Backblaze. Yeah. Backblaze. Oh, oh God. We're sorry. <laughs> I'm excited for the, the Kojima remake of that in front of you. Yes. Look, man, those last 15 years have to be for something. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. We've all earned our. <laughs> 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 Our second sponsor tonight are our friends returning from the beginning all the way through to now in campaign two, D&D Beyond. Um, they're amazing folks, doing great stuff. They have a special offer for the holiday season uh, where they're offering 15% off individual digital books, including Eberron, Rising from the Last War, their recent campaign, and uh, D&D versus Rick and Morty as well. Um, so go check all that out now at dndbeyond.link. Happy holidays! Um, thank you Got guys so much. Perfect warlock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that rendition yet. I just woke up. I love just everything sounds bad because my voice right now. <laughs> oh my I would be singing all night. And, and Sam made you power up. <laughs> like, like a good friend. Not to perfect warlock. <laughs> Love you, Ashley. Ashley's sundowning. Uh, well, thank you very much, Dean uh, Beyond, for supporting our awesome show, and go check out the stuff if you haven't yet. Uh, but a few announcements to get through beyond that. Yesterday, we hosted our special end of the year fireside chat here on our Critical Role Twitch channel. A bunch of us showed up in comfy clothes, uh, chatted with chat, answered some questions, and then played a bunch of Jackbox. Yeah. Which was ridiculous. Some things. Um, but yeah, uh, if you missed the live stream, the VOD is available now on our Twitch channel if you're a subscriber, and it will be on YouTube tomorrow morning. So check it out then. Oh, Kick off your holiday with, with that chaos. Um, also, we mentioned it last week, but issue four of our comic book series, Vox Machina Origins, is now out. It came out yesterday in your local comic book shop, or you can get them online. Grog is good. Grog is really good. Quintessential Grog and twins in there. Yes. Yeah. You can find it at your local uh, comic stores, or you can find it at Dark Horse uh, Digital or Comixology, other great places where comic books are found. Uh, once again, amazing art from uh, our longtime artist, uh, Ariana, or Olivia, sorry. Olivia Samson, who's amazing. Uh, Jody Hauser, fantastic writer, and the art yes. here on the cover. Right. You can see a Sam Hogg did this amazing cover for this art piece. Um, but check out if you haven't yet, it's awesome. Um, boop, boop, boop. We're also off for the next two weeks for the holiday break. We're going to be taking some time for ourselves, for our families, and uh, and a lot of sleep. We'll kill uh, Santa. No. <laughs> oh no. Sorry. Chutney, Chutney's, 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 Chutney's back. 
bloodshed still needed. You should have killed me when you had the jacks! <laughs> okay, that took a turn. Uh, wow. we'll, we'll be back uh, here to pick up where tonight's episode uh, lends off uh, on Thursday, January 9th. Oh, man. At 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, I know, I know. Wow. We're all hitting that wall. <laughs> uh, but thank you guys so much for your amazing support of everything that we've been trying to do and build here at the channel. We've got a bunch of really exciting things to uh, show you guys coming very soon in the new year. Um, I can't wait to do so. Um, but have a wonderful, magical holiday. Rock it out. We'll see you guys in 2020. But first, we do have an episode to get oh, to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Travis, you have an Oh, yes. Uh, some of you have noticed uh, that some of our content has started migrating over to our official CR channels. Um, and that takes just a little bit of time because, you know, our content is pretty long. It's really long. So it takes just a little bit. We promise we will get it to you as, as soon as possible. Back come on days, hopefully. And we thank you very much for your patience. Love you. Ding. Ding. All righty. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode of <laughs> Critical Role. Last we left off, the Mighty Nine, after having their showdown with the Cult of the Angel of Irons, destroying Oban, the Laughing Hand, and freeing Yasha in the inevitable end from his influence, you were taken to the throne room of King Dwendal, and upon meeting members of his council and the assembly, you were tasked to prove yourselves a bit by helping at least bring some sort of a, an arrangement between them and the dynasty together to essentially help forward a possible peace talk or negotiation in this conflict that's been going on for quite some time, based on the relationship that you have seemingly built with the Bright Queen. You were brought under Ludinus Deleth, the Martinet and oldest member of the Assembly, who then spoke with you in his private quarters about 
elements of the conflict, some of the source of the tension that has led and eventually brewed into the war that broke out, and you were given a little bit of guidance as to how much you were to guide the next step in this. You then went back to your, uh, or you were asked as part of this arrangement to inspect the beacon that was supposedly found by the word of Trent Ikathon. As such, you were brought by Ludinus to the Vergessen Sanatorium, a uh, hidden structure somewhere in the northern elements of Western Winander, where you were brought to a subterranean research facility where you met Trent Ikathon as well as two of his scourgers, one of which was familiar to Caleb. You inspected it, found it to seemingly be, indeed, an actual beacon, uh, had a bit of a tense back-and-forth interrogation via conversation, and then upon returning to Rexentrum, began to forge a few paths with the time that you had given. It was up to you as to when to choose to engage and begin these negotiations. There was no timeline set, but time is of the essence, for the more time that goes by, the higher chance there is of this temporary ceasefire to be broken. So, you guys, after voicing a few possible interests here in the city of Rexentrum, uh, you now stand in your chambers, we'll say, within the uh, Kemaruth Cottage, figuring out what to do with the time you have. So, Mighty Nine, after venturing back from uh, some purchasing at a nearby creepy store, um, and having some conversation about what the next order of business is, you are still gathered, and the city is yours. What would you like to do? I'm going to spend a couple days working on my 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 bone flute. Yep, no, that's <laughs> Your bone flute? Oh, oh, that's right. That's that's the new euphemism. <laughs> yeah. Working from, on your bone flute. I was I was really I was looking forward to that right there. I would like to find uh, a garden somewhere and start reading my book as much okay. as I can okay. for the next couple days, and then also maybe get some. Um, uh, some therapy at night by uh, going to some fighting Ooh. with peoples, but we'll figure that out. Okay. But I would like to, to get as much reading in as I can. Okay. Um, all right, so, uh, easy enough to find a garden, actually. In the Shimmer Ward, where you guys are staying, there are a number of public gardens that are just kind of out for, uh, for general meandering for those who uh, live in the space or are guests of it. So, not too far from uh, the cottage where you guys are staying, you find one uh, beautiful kind of almost uh, kind of five-pointed uh, pentagonal garden that has these uh, various intersecting walking paths made of beautiful cobblestones and, and, and larger stones that kind of uh, situate themselves between art sculptures and statues and uh, some trees that rise up. It's, it's very beautiful in, in a, a contrast to a lot of the uh, areas of Rexentrum on the outskirts of this particular region. Um, but you can take some time to read your book. How, how much time would you like to take? Let's see. Let me let me think about that. Okay. okay All right, you're working on your bone flute. It sounds, it's, it's, it's a death whistle, basically. You've just handed me. Yeah, yeah. Just sitting, sitting in probably another park and <laughs> 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 
those who haven't heard, it's the same part. Oh, yeah. What a, what I the? I believe it was the Aztec. It's the Aztec. The Aztec death the whistle. Aztec death whistle. Is what it's called. Um, it just sounds like goats screaming. Yeah, yeah. It's it's meant to sound like a person sh- screaming yeah. in a shrill voice, and they would have many, many of them supposedly blowing it at once as they were charging into battle as an intimidation tactic. Cool. It's and they were like carved the skulls that you would blow in the back of, and it was yeah. it's, it's awesome. It's amazing. It's right. Yeah. I meant to ask you, by the way, the, the little um, symbol that you yeah. gave me, it's made of, of seaweed, and you said it had a blue crystal in it. Yeah, like a, like blue glass. Oh, beautiful, okay. Yeah. I was just is it actually made of seaweed, or is it? <laughs> no, it's br- it's oh. copper copper and steel, and the copper it's is kind like of is, is patina green. Sapphire, maybe. No, no, it's glass. <laughs> I don't have that shit. Blue What am I made of money? Glass. Cool. I'll draw you a little picture. So, as 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 you're reading intensely through your book, Yasha, every like twenty or so minutes, you'll hear this distant, high-pitched, shrill sound <laughs> that catches you off guard. And as you turn to look, your adrenaline briefly pumping, you remember that Caduceus practicing. Get the perfect pollock. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. Um, who else is doing anything particular over the next? Period of time. Um, I went to uh, scry on Kitty and see oh. what she's doing. Oh shit! Okay. Great. So you go ahead and focus a bit. It's just like a, it's like a big turkey dinner. Like <laughs> you're horrible. You are a terrible person. Happy Thanksgiving. As you're taking some time in your own chambers, your, your private chambers here in the cottage, uh, placing these symbols in the ground and focusing intently on Kiri's whereabouts, you feel your consciousness extend a bit into the clouds above before rushing down towards the overlooks, the mountain cliff sides of the Silverquell Ridge down into Upper Hupperduke. Upper Hopper, if you will. Um, glancing towards it, last to memory you can recall, there appears to be quite a bit of damage that Upper Hoppaduke has sustained. Uh, up, up. Up, 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 up. As, as the kids call it. Yep. Hanging out and up, up. It's good branding for property values. It it's got the stack letters so, just in block. It's so, gentr- so yeah. gentrified, I prefer Down Duke, though. <laughs> Downward Duke? <laughs> As you try and wrestle your concentration during the scry from the various terms that make their way through your brain, Jester, uh, you can see the damage that you had heard of some sort of an attack that had come to to Hupperduke. It doesn't look terribly recent, but there are small levels of construction uh, that are beginning to spring up again. The the city is reclaiming itself in those regions, Um, and with a flash, there is a sight of a dark, feathered young girl making her way through the street, hood up, cloak on, holding arms filled with what looks to be like partially stale bread, a small basket with some like a little uh, piece of cloth wrapped over it, and it's just kind of walking along, kind of darting from shaded corner to shaded corner. This is not to call too much attention before. Too skinny, or does she look like she's eating? Okay. She looks as she looks healthy. Okay, okay. Uh, she, she's not uh, withering by any means, um, but she's also you know covered in feathers. Mm-hmm. But as best as you can guess, she doesn't seem any worse for wear. As you yeah, she's Follow her for a bit. 
returning to the the same abandoned butchery where you had encountered the family that had agreed to take care of her. Um, the place has been far spruced up, um, whereas previously it was just a boarded shut locale uh, filled with dust and abandoned pieces of furniture, many of which was in either in disuse or broken. Um, you watch as she comes through the door and the inside, and it kind of feels like a little more of a home. Um, you see her bring the bread and place it on the counter and break it apart and look around. Nobody else is home yet, so she just grabs a piece and sits on a stool and kind of like begins eating it quietly, but she seems okay. Oh, that's good, that's good, that's good. Okay. Uh, the 10 minutes of the scry wear off, and that, that's the extent of the vision you have. Oh, I could use some bread. That's made me hungry. <laughs> I'm going to get some bread. Okay. Eat it. And then I'm going to send a message to the Plank King. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh my god. Wait, what? Um, Boom. <laughs> all right. Hold on. Wow. Cons slowly <laughs> whirring to life in Matt's head in the back. Uh, oh, okay. God. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> wow, you've, you've, you've sent the DM down a, right, a, a, sure. a file Go file for binders. Okay, what, what, what do you send to the planking? Hey, planking! <laughs> <laughs> it's Chester, do you remember me? <laughs> How are things going there? We miss you. Are you guys causing crimes and stuff? How's your hair? <laughs> you put me? That's actually, I think, dead on. <laughs> At first, you think it may not have found its source from the protracted silence. It's such a fuck spell. <laughs> if I could just hit you at any time. It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> Like, like, I never thought of it in the wrong hands until it was in the wrong hands, and it's, it's fascinating. You just hear hello. The voice comes back and goes, "I am not really certain." Who this is. <laughs> but business has been business. Why do you ask? And that's the only response you get. <laughs> you didn't have a, a lot of interaction with the plane no, king, and you gather he's genuinely unsure who this is. I like it. You said Jester. I know, he should remember me. <laughs> All right. I'm going to send a message mm-hmm. to Bo's the dad. The Council. <laughs> to Bo's dad. Okay. What? Wait, what Just now? Che- okay. This checklist is crazy. I'm so happy. <laughs> Sending is dangerous. How are things going there? <laughs> Did you heed my warnings before? We are keeping eyes on you. Yes, keep everything's fine. Um, 
I don't know if you're responsible. But thank you for helping with the competition. Just let us know what you need. You've become their god. Can I take credit for something somebody else did? She's a warlock patron. I remember there was that competitive wine family that got attacked by the by Hope. <laughs> Hmm. Versus, oh. Competitive wine family? Yeah. Like they just drink Both wine? Like no, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow, that's fair. They sell wine and make wine. And yeah, it was business another compete? business rival. Business yeah. rivals. Okay. Business rivals of her. Well, last message of the day that I'm going wine. to send today. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm going to send that's a message to the inevitable end. <laughs> what? Oh. And just say, hey, so you kind of disappeared. But I just want to say thank you so much for helping out back there. Uh, if you want a friend, because it's probably. Send another one. Pretty lonely. There, with whatever you're doing. If you want a friend, you know, just let us know. Thank you again. Also. Like your hair. (laughs) (laughs) The response come back. (laughs) I think I know who this is. I appreciate your aid in breaking his wheel. And I show appreciation by letting you live. We will not meet again. Come on. That's it. Didn't even come in on the hair. Does she know that she can respond twice? I said two messages. (laughs) I'm just gonna doodle in my journal, the inevitable end. (laughs) Fading out of a wall. Okay. Okay. It's pretty pretty well done. There's some good shading, some good cross hatching on it. Like you're getting better and better at this as the weeks go on. Yeah. Wow. I'm also gonna draw what I imagine Bo's dad looks like, melting into a puddle. <laughs> Does he look like Bo with a mustache? Kind of. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Anybody else? Yeah. Um, before the day gets uh, too late. Um, I ask uh, Ford and not if you would accompany me on a, a quick errand. Of course, just yes. Just take a walk. Yes. Um, and I will lead them uh, through Rexentrum and go and cruise past the uh, Soltress Academy. Okay. <clears throat> um, I, I don't want to go in or anything, but. I, th- I thought both of you would appreciate it, seeing it for different reasons. It's much different than I expected, I admit. I actually looked forward to coming here at one point, <laughs> learning. It's technically possible. You hear a heavy door open and you watch as a group of what looks to be 12 students 
all in very neat uniforms, kind of emerging off in the distance as their teacher is giving a soft lecture to them as they head through one of the exterior gardens. And it, it's it's a it's a beautiful campus. It's massive. Um, you know the 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 Trispires and Zadash and the the Hall of Erudition there did not prepare you for the the scope and kind of splendor of this particular location. Um, it's with the context of you learning about some of the people who have been involved with it. It might have darkened it a bit, but objectively, it's it's a very well crafted and very well kept campus of towers and walkways and large marble halls and tall windows, and you, in particular, watching this class pass by, your words escape you for a moment as you are immediately brought back to those early days. So hopeful, absorbing all knowledge that you could possibly get your hands on. They look happy, being students. Believe me, uh, being a young man here and attending school was like nothing else. It felt very important. It was a, a great honor. Were any of your professors just sweet, kind-hearted souls, or were they all sort of ulterior motive-y? <sighs> no, it, 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 uh, it was a wonderful place to go to school with good teachers and just bright people. It was exciting where everyone around you was so, their minds just sparking. And I, I, I was not going to be a soldier like my father and, and I felt like I belonged, finally. Do you ever wonder what would have happened if you had stayed there and if those bad actors hadn't gotten their hands on you in that way. Do you imagine you'd, where you might be? Oh, um, probably a, a teacher here. At least that's what I thought when I started. It was intoxicating, I never wanted to leave. I wanted to just, through the revolving door and stay. I think you'd probably be an excellent teacher. You've taught me quite a bit already, without any formal, you know, classrooms or anything. Well, you are very bright, like well, the people in there. But I mean, think about that. You'd be surrounded by knowledge and books and <clears throat> eager students. That would be pretty, pretty cool life. I think you're right. Maybe one day you could do that. Maybe not here, but there could be a place. Well, maybe I focus on you for the time being. You're such a good student, you need to thrive. I wouldn't mind that. Do you want to go inside? We could disguise ourselves and sort of walk around, pretend to be students, ask where the, 
the chow hall is or whatever they call it. I don't, I don't know. Is that what they call it at schools? Yeah, yeah, mess hall. Mess hall? I don't think so. You know what I would like to do is go back to the uh, cottage and um, start sorting through uh, those papers we took from the Archmage's Bane. Yes. See if I can't figure, start to figure that out. Yes, that would be tremendous. Are you sure you didn't want to um, check on anyone else while you're here in, in Re Rexentrum? I think it is a bad idea to stick my neck out here any more than I have. Or send us to check. Let's let's just lay low and uh, get out of here. It's I, I, I'm not welcome here. Okay. And to be clear, you think this place is still capable of good? Yes, it can make positive change affect lives in a good way, not just lead people down dark paths and... Probably. Your grievances are personal then, not with this establishment. It's a fairly tangled knot, Ford, I'm not sure. Showing us. You're a good friend. As are you. And you. Oh, who, me? Maybe not you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wear out my welcome. Yeah, uh, let's go. <laughs> okay. And for the time being, I will head back and I will spend as much as my mind can focus on it here, time on those. Incomplete writings from Halas. From Halas. Go and make an arcana check for me. Yes. Oh, shit. <clears throat> 16. 16. Got that. I have uh, a plus 10, but I always roll up. Not a bad start. Not a bad start. As you're pouring through the notes, you plot your own blank sheets, and in a very kind of beautiful mind kind of way, begin to connect the dots, begin to, to improvise on the incomplete glyphs. Um, and following the threads and making sketches and then finding problems in your work and then scrapping it. And you begin to see the early patterns of what this may have been capable of and what ways you might be able to bend it in the direction of some of the things you want to accomplish. Um, you do know at this stage, and really digging into it, it's not going to be a quick road. Um, who knows how long it might take, but much like any sort of new project that gives you a hint of a very strong goal, that little peak of obsession begins to percolate in the back of your mind, and you begin to consider how much of your waking time you can spend to solve this problem, because you're fairly confident in what you've seen here. You could probably do it with enough time. After a, after a couple hours of that, I will hang out in the common room and pretend to read a book and uh, watch for my colleagues and wait for them all to leave. Okay. Anybody over here? Um, I will spend uh, the, the mornings and the <coughs> evenings uh, trying to meditate more on the Wild Mother. 
Okay. Trying to practice sort of putting myself out there, feeling what she needs or wants to show me, or just sort of making myself open to whatever that might be, and proudly displaying in a, a place of prominence the little, the little pin that um, Caduceus gave me. Whereabouts are you meditating? I, I suppose just a room. Um, okay. It could just be a room that no one else is in, just trying to find a quiet space. Okay, good. Outdoors. I would find a garden also. <laughs> okay. It's not small. All right. As you quickly turn around, (laughs) pluck a single flower and go right. You head back to your personal chambers. uh, You know, make sure the balcony is available so some of the colder breeze can come in. It's still overcast. There isn't. It isn't a bright day. The rain's been off and on since you've been here in Rexentrum. Um, but there is a, a cleansing chill that comes with the wind that is still welcoming and makes you feel more at ease and connected to the nature beyond this massive city's walls. Um, and focusing and closing your eyes and remembering what it felt like in those few moments that you were communing with the Wild Mother, in those visions you had when she tore you from the uh, caustic grasp of Ukutoa and had taken your sins as her own. And it takes some time, but eventually the chill begins to pass and a familiar warm breeze from those moments comes into your mind and you feel at peace. Time begins to crawl, focus comes to your mind, and you can hear the waves crashing against the shore from when you grew up. And you find that peaceful place you haven't found in a while. And just stay there. That's very cool. I do love the ocean. <clears throat> and in between that time, I will mm-hmm. find Bo and try to work out with her whenever possible. Okay. <laughs> between meditation. Pump it some more. Yep. Fighting pit. Yeah. Fighting pit. That'll be happening. We'll get to that. Yep. Um, Bo spends her days um, working out. Early morning workout before. Sure. Yep. Like, some you know, high intensity 6 training. Yeah. Totally. Like I had, 6 I had too like much breakfast. Absolutely. Too much breakfast and some orange juice on the first one. All of it came up. Oh, yeah. Do that again the second no, time. No, you don't. You only have to do that a couple times. Yep. You know, before you, you don't do that. Tend to just eat afterwards. <laughs> and I spend my days at the library. Okay, to the, the Rexentrum archive. The Rexentrum archive. Okay. And I have a list of things that I would like to research, but I don't want to like Caleb this either. <laughs> Backhanded compliment? <laughs> you can if you'd like. Huh? Um, you, well, what, what things would you like to research while there? Pride's calling if they have any current records of their archaeological digs. Okay, starting with that, Ooh. go ahead and make an investigation check for me. An investigation. <laughs> Mesoamerican death. Which, with your new level, is a twelve. Yeah, you t- I think you took your, uh, your mystical erudition <laughs> investigation. Oh, yeah. I rolled a natural nineteen, so that's thirty-one. Skadoo. <laughs> <laughs> I, did a, I did a good one. Yeah. I did an investigation yeah, you did. roll. Um, yes, Pride's Call, you learn a lot of things. Pride's Call was one of the 
initial dwarven societies that joined the Dundalian Empire as it began to expand out of Rexentrum. Um, it was not conquered by any means. It was a an agreement of, of you know mutual interest, uh, and it wasn't until Grim Golir, the mountain-based uh, dwarven society on the uh, far eastern side of of this of the, the Marrow Valley, was brought in that kind of a jealousy between the societies began to come in. As Grim Golir took over military activities, Pride's Call began to fall out of favor a bit as far as the the poster child for a lot of their. Uh, military might, and so since then a lot of their focus has now gone towards their strange and unique uh, landscape due to the, thro- the geothermal activity that transpires in the surrounding mountains. Um, you discover that there is indeed an excavation a little bit to the east of Pride's Call. Um, it began with a sinkhole that had fallen in uh, years ago a portion of the ground that just suddenly caved in. And as investigations began to go into it, it was discovered that beneath that cave-in, there was ruins. Um, The excavation immediately was taken and brought into the jurisdiction of the Cerberus Assembly. But as part of that uh, that battle for it, um, uh, Yudalafan, the the high curator of the library you're in also sought for some control, and they managed to arrange with the king kind of a joint custody over the um, the excavation, though the Super Assembly having final say. So there's, they're both kind of in this counterbalancing okay. overlook of it. Um, it's like a 49-51 split. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Okay. You also, oh, you rolled high. Um, it is believed since then that the ruins <clears throat> Are from an Arcanum city called Shattengrad. We've heard of that. Uh, you may or may no? not. No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't believe you have. Uh, Shattengrad was one of a number of prominent cities in the Age of Arcanum. Uh, this was not one of the framed floating cities. Only a handful of them were, you know, elevated through broomstone. Um, this one probably existed here before it was destroyed, and before or during the calamity. But uh, has since become a. Um, a very intense point of focus for possibly unearthing any sort of arcane weaponry, any sort of technology that was being used at the time, anything that can be used to give the Empire a leg up as both a leader in trade, a leader in technology, <laughs> and now with the conflict with the uh, the Korean dynasty, a means of defending and or uh, essentially becoming a much easier victor for the conflict. Interesting. You also do learn in your research less about looking through the books and more asking questions around the library, in which Yudalafan uh, is present now because they have returned from the council where you saw them previously. Yeah. Um, and probably speaking a bit with Yudala, uh, you uncover that there was indeed an object recovered from the ruins a few weeks back, described by some of the actual cobalt soul at the scene as a geometric shape pulsing with some strange, dull power. Um, uh, Udala had already, and it's not like the beacon is unknown in these prominent circles. Like, like the beacons of the Korean dynasty aren't some guarded secret. It's part of their central religion. So for those that actually look into it and research or are in places of you know, prominent uh, cultural information sharing, the beacons are known. So uh, this object is definitely confirmed as a beacon of the dynasty. Uh, unfortunately, it was discovered by uh, 
hired uh, hired teams by the assembly, and before it could be properly discussed, it was already claimed by the assembly, and as such, has not been seen since. But that does confirm. Go ahead. That does it seem to line up and confirm with some of the things that uh, Ikathon had spoken about at the council. Does it have any confirmed dates? Any dates of the uncovery? Uh, it would have been three uncovery weeks. three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Oh. Okay. Wait, that tracks with. That does track with what you say. They weren't lying. But it means that there's another beacon yeah, still it missing. It means that there is a, there is third, a beacon. third beacon that the Empire is aware of. Oh, yeah, some we took the, the first, or, or all? Oh no, uh, they, they it, stole the first. And there the were second. two. There were two that were stolen, stolen originally. It seemed that were being held by the Assembly. One that you returned. Yeah. One that is still at large. Which and the one that, we, and, and and the the one that, that was found in this room. Oh. Right, so there's just so one, one floating, they, and we have no information on it. And the one that we they showed us was accurate, time accurate, right? They said they found it a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yes. Yeah, right. But that's why but they were still totally shady and lying to us about the fact that they already had another. This was the first time I'd ever come across one. Yeah. You couldn't scry on a, on beacon? a beacon, could you? Well, she used her spells well, we're for the couple days. Yeah, but I mean, like you could. So something like a beacon, they're not. Are they identical? Because you only scry on the one that you would have seen. We don't yeah, know that's true. Time. Oh wait, well we saw one. We saw one it's at a, the sanatorium. It says it's a it's a creature that you choose. Mm-hmm. A creature, a sanatorium, a creature you can choose a location that you've seen before, but not a thing. Not Technically, right. an object. Oh, no. it's like find object is, for is, is a spell for right, right, things right, similar right. to that. Okay. So, so like a location you could scry on, or a creature you can scry on. As we've learned and refined over the years, what the boundaries yes. of scrying entails. Yeah, figure out who knows where that third Shit. one is. Somebody knows, and we've talked to somebody. Well, so and we've placed Trent and Ludinus both in, in Zadash when the Trispire yep. was busted. Yep. Then we then saw Ludinus in Felderwen right. talking to Lady. You don't know if Ludinus, Ludinus and Zadash. Zadash was. Trent and Ormond Haas. Yeah. Oh, saw sorry, you're flying around Ormond the tower. Correct. It was Trent we and Ormond Haas. But then we saw Ludinus and Felderwin with, with um, Vesterogna. Walking together and right. talking. And Vesterogna was leading the For investigation sure with She's the Antiquities yes. artifact. Lady. Correct. And she's right. the one who had hired your husband yes. and yes. was yes. performing the experiments to try and extract from and you know, create the which makes not Beth's husband yeah. a witness. And that's also where we got the tripod. And Dane, you know, danger he's in danger and that for knowing what he knows. Always. And that fucking chair. Fucking mastermind chair. Can we scry on that chair? Do we know where it is now? And then we heard. Um, location. It has to be on the same plane of existence. What if it's, <laughs> what if it's a creature? It's the chair. You can certainly try. <laughs> it's returned to its. The <laughs> chair dimension? Yes. What level uh, is Scribe? What's going on? The one of these the days. Ottoman Empire? Yeah. Amazing. Terrible. Amazing. Terrible. <laughs> no, you should oh, not. Someday, in the end of this campaign, we're going to enter a full banquet hall and all the chairs are going to be mimics, and it'll be what we deserve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the door. <laughs> Anything okay. else you want to research? 
so many things. Um, that takes you like a good, because some pretty deep research and, and some conversations around, so it takes a number of hours to get that out, but you still have time in the day to. Okay, I'll give you. <clears throat> okay. Go ahead. Is there anything lunch. that. I'll come back to this other one. Is there anything, since I'm kind of on the beacon train, that mentions multiple beacons? Across time and history, is there anything that like clocks how many fucking beacons are out there total? Roll another investigation check. Whoa! Actually, I'll say investigation or religion. Those are your two choices. Investigation. You have commune. We need to talk yeah. a few things. Same. We got commune up. <laughs> it's not. It's not the blue one, but it looks like the other blue I one. Um, Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, most of the information that exists in this archive reinforces your existing knowledge of the Kryn dynasty, their worship of the Luxon, and the beacons symbolizing parts of the Luxon when it initially dispersed itself throughout the world to help kind of, you know, bring light and, and energy to once, a once cold ball of rock. Um, the number of beacons is unknown. From what you can tell, you have no no information. Nothing that seems to point to any sort of number or total. Um, the only thing you do know is that um, they're searching. The Queen Dynasty is always looking for more. Okay. It's part of their their religious um, directive to to find and gather the beacons. Okay. When we saw that second beacon, did it look like the first one almost identically close? Pretty close. Um, Slightest differences, though. Slight differences. Like the shape could be a little bit smaller or a little bit larger. The the um, like the handles on it are they the same? Uh, the handles are different because the handles are constructed to be a, a holding device for it. So depending on who is crafting it, mm -hmm. those that were um, uh, that you've seen that were taken from the dynasty all had a very similar filigree and kind of outer element to it. The one that you saw that was being held by. Uh, by Trent beneath the, the the sanatorium had similar uh, you know, metallic wrappings to it, but they didn't have the same kind of cream design to it. What about it was more functional? Uh, what about the fusty nut in the middle? Are like are they slightly different sizes? They have the same surface. Uh, it's they're all still that that, that <laughs> kind of geometric dodecahedron shape. Okay. Um, their their sizes can vary at least from the three that you've encountered, or the, the two that you've encountered. Um, the one that you saw was a little bit smaller, okay, but comparable. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Minor, minor difference. Okay. I'll call it there for the day, I guess, because I got a carb up for tonight. <laughs> okay. You actually carb up a, a day before your event, so you're just going to be slow and lethargic. As she gets back to well, the, she finds that out too late. As she gets back to the uh, cottage, <laughs> I'm gonna sit next to her. Hmm? What? Huh? Are you avoiding me? No. Because we've been here and I haven't hardly seen you at all, and I think I know why. Uh, uh no. Honestly, we've just been really busy. You know, oh. we got here and then everything kind of got like attacked. And then it was like, well, we're gonna immediately like negotiate for King Dwindle. And right, like, and then, oh. but you went and you went to go do something, and I haven't seen you all day. I've just been sitting here. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want an invite? I was just reading books. No. Then, oh. oh, no. Yeah, I didn't think you'd be interested. Exactly. No, why, why do you think I'm avoiding you, though? 
Because... Because I didn't save you. Oh, no. No, that's not, no, not at all. I was also like super kind of like hazy and unconscious, so you could have, I was kind of, I was unaware. But um, no, I But no, yeah, I, yeah. I shouldn't have told you, I shouldn't have told you then. No, it's, look, I trust your I judgment. I wanted, no, I wanted to. I was good, you know, Yasha had me, she pulled me back, we're a team, you know? Okay. We're good. All right. You ought to trust your judgment. Caduceus is, you know, also kind of a, a hot mess and might need help sometimes. Well, so. he was swallowed at the time. I See, I was unaware of that, too. We haven't really actually conversed about any of this. That sounds fucking insane. Yeah, and I was literally, I was next to the blob, and from my perspective, like, I could hear Caduceus, you know? I could hear him, he was like, Jesus, that's... Please go do something! Fucking... That's, yeah, like, I think you made the right call. Like, I was good, you know? I was nowhere close to dying, clearly. I was just a little unconscious. you were about to die. I was... Like, you were bleeding out, like, you were bleeding out so hard. Really? I swear, like, maybe a couple more seconds and you'd have been gone for good. A strain Hmm. of the death flute playing in the distance. (laughs) I was just thinking, like, are you you guys in, like, the lobby of the hotel? Yeah. I'm just in like a cor- at a corner corner table, just going. <laughs> um, he he needs your help too. That's kind of Clearly. what it sounded like from. Oh yeah, from inside the, the thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I. You know, it's 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 a team effort. Yeah. I know, I know. You it's had Caduceus and Yasha had me, and then sometimes you'll have Ford, sometimes I'll have Ford, sometimes Ford. I know, and I know, else. I know. You know, and I, like I always got you as long as like I don't have to like get Caduceus first. You know, so yeah. No, we're we're cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Anyway. You don't have to. It's have been bothering me. So. Why? I don't know. Because, you know, I don't want you to die. Thank you. I don't want to die either. I'd be about. I cast a message and I sent a message to your dad! (laughs) (laughs) What? Is that okay? Wait, what? (laughs) Um. So he sounds really paranoid and stuff, you know? Uh, and so yeah, I just kind yeah, of been yeah. like sending message to him to make him more paranoid. Sometimes I just do that. Is that okay? Wait, you said you wait, how how long hey, wait, how long have you been doing that? Since you told me about him and we sent that first one. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And him being paranoid and, and Wow, okay, okay. Um, I think he thinks we're responsible for killing that other family or something, because he's like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> How can I repay you? <laughs> thank you. Everyone's some whiny bitches, wouldn't you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay, though? Yeah, no, it's just getting hot. It's hot. It's just hot. Um, no. Did they do something wrong? Did they do something wrong? No, no. It's just, um, yeah, yeah. I think you're, you, yeah. No, I, um, I don't know. It's a lot to unpack. 
Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Oh no. That is what I should be apologizing for. I mean, you know, um. Uh, oof, wow. Uh. You know, you might want to like evaluate. There, the there might be a pattern of you reaching out, reaching out to like personal people uh, connected to our pasts without us knowing. Which you know, it's a little weird. Um, you know, first with Astrid, and now that was not not made me do it. Okay. But I did it. I did. Yeah, it. I mean, you know, it's good. We'll take. Yeah, it's, it was but tag it was team. To help Caleb because he missed her so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get the uh, the intent. And your dad was really bad to you, so I was just trying to make him suffer. <laughs> oh. Honestly, hearing you say that like is super endearing and kind of makes it make. <laughs> Makes it a little better, but not because you're making my dad suffer, but, um, <laughs> oh, I am trying to process this gesture. I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry. I'm, I won't do it again, Bo, I promise. So, Unless you're sitting there and you're like, say this. Right, and yeah, yeah, can, you know, they yeah. won't do it if you're not there. Well, so what's interesting is you, he, um, he thought that we were, what did he say well, about he, the other wine family? Okay, so he thinks that I'm God or something, I don't know. Uh-huh. But and every time- staff is caught in my hair. But he, oh, it. So we'll fix it. it, we'll fix it. Don't worry Your about it. band came up. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, I sent a message. Okay. I can't remember what I said the first time, but he was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, I'm watching you or something. I can't remember exactly. And then okay. he yeah. sounded like, Worried, and he's like, "Oh, I knew this was gonna happen, or something." I can't remember. And then this time, I was like, "I'm still watching. You better behave." And he was like, "Oh no!" And he said, "I are you responsible? Do I have you to thank for helping the competition, or something like that?" But remember, somebody did something to a family over by your family. I I do remember that. So I think that's yeah. what that was about. Why does my, I mean, just, I think I'm a little concerned that my dad feels like he is, had a part in that. Uh. Did my dad have a part in that? Does my dad think he had a part in that? Maybe he just thinks that whoever's looking out for him, he's maybe, maybe. He's hella superstitious, he like, you know, <gasps> went to like fortune tellers and shit, that's why he thinks I'm like his ever-loving I should as a traveler, maybe the traveler has made contact with your dad or something, and maybe he thinks I'm the traveler. Whoa. That feels like um, a, a jump. <laughs> that feels like a leap. But I, I'm not saying it's not po- a possibility, it just feels like there might be other more possible. Well, what we need to figure yeah. out, Bo, uh-huh. is who your dad thinks is watching him because it didn't seem odd to him that somebody was. Well, he rambled his whole fucking life about like some, you know, woman who like is gonna come back for his fortune and all this shit. So like, who fucking knows what he thinks? There's something there. We should figure it out. I, he just saw some like kooky fucking tarot card reader. He believe he's, he was always oh. able to get got. Bo. 
What? Those tarot card readers know what they're doing. Think of Molly. He was so smart. They're, they're <laughs> suggestions. They're not, they're things to, they, oh, they can. Molly knew things, Molly knew things. That wasn't spitworthy, motherfucker. <laughs> When I asked him, I asked him, I'm searching for something, and he's like, you already know about it, and we already did. Ooh, that's true, that's true. He knew the gentleman was my dad. I don't think tarot cards told him that, though. I think he was just Molly, and if you, like, shotgun blast things into the air, like, saying you think you know things, then you're bound to, like, hit one of them. What's a shotgun? Oh, don't Sorry. talk about Molly oh, like that. I read about this thing called a bad news once, and it like <laughs> would sometimes explode. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like you know, if you just kind of gamble on being right, sometimes you'll be right. And I think that was Molly's game. I don't like thinking about it like that. He was just brilliant. Well, he was brilliant, and he saw into the future, <laughs> and he was basically a god. He wasn't. Look, I I got a tattoo in honor of the guy. He taught me a lot about how to balance when to bullshit when you know and when's a good time to actually know. We are kind of like diametrically opposed in that way. Um, I I appreciate everything he he did, and I I miss him every fucking day. But tarot cards are fucking bullshit, that's all I'm saying. Agree to disagree. All right, Mm -hmm. that's fair. (laughs) They're fun, and I enjoy them. And admittedly, I'm got some, like, bias because my dad. Right, right, right. Maybe I can grow to like him again. Maybe well, you should learn. Here. I'm gonna help, basically hold on to him just because I wanted them for the tattoo reference for a bit, but... What are you doing? What is this now? This Maybe... tarot cards. Hi, Nut. Hey, Nut. Well, oh. come in. Hi. I'm gonna learn tarot cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read your future soon. You just wait. I can't. I can't wait. I would love that. I'm gonna run up. Is there stairs? I'm gonna run to the room and start practicing. Okay. Maybe you can refresh my brain on down. Yeah, that'll be good. Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, Val. Yeah. Bye, Jess. Thanks. Good talk. I'm gonna walk over. Hey, Caduceus, come in. <laughs> this is the most amazing thing. Oh, you were here the whole time in the other room. Right? <laughs> I was. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> This is the greatest thing. The bone thing? Yeah. Yeah, we've heard it. Yeah. You want to try? No. Yeah. Sure. All right. I'll just roll my ears down. <laughs> <laughs> what did I suggest? Probably flip. So good. My, I think it's a little too tinny. I think it's better. It sounds better when you do it. <laughs> yeah, you, it's a little more robust. Yeah. This, this is this is going to be all worth it someday. You'll see. <laughs> you see the elderly dwarf, Kella, Camarouth, behind you guys at the clerk table. You guys have been kind of in the main area of the of the cottage, just looking forward to doing this. 
Uh, hey, Caduceus, you've been here all day. Yeah. Um, all right. Where's Where's everybody? Are they here? Uh. Caleb's over there reading. Ford is <laughs> close by. Uh. I also went out to read. I don't know why. Yeah. This is perfect. She like outside. Uh, a park a couple of blocks down last I saw her. Later in the day at this point, it's probably like post-sunset with how much you've done your research and everything and everyone else gathering, so if you, how many hours of reading do you want to put in? Well, I, I want to read it as much as I can, so get as much reading as I can, and so if I take, maybe if I take a point of exhaustion for that first night, uh, I don't know how that works. You can if you want to, it's your call. Okay. The next, yeah, let's do it. Let's if you're taking it. a point of exhaustion for a night of no sleep, um, then I'll say you can knock out 24 hours in that book. Damn, this is oh, a book shit. you have to read for a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah. before it locks in. Yeah, because because you guys aren't in a stressful situation, you have some downtime. Um, you might have to move locations a few times because at some point in the evening, uh, there are some towns uh, crowns guard that come through and kind of usher you out of the garden. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you can continue reading without issue. Beyond that, I make a, consti- a constitution table. You can read in the room. I'm just going to be there practicing tarot cards. I won't bother okay. you. Well, that sounds good. Um, it's a real page turn. Ooh, yeah. Um, that would be a 27. Yo. Okay, what? yeah. I Only a single point of, of, of exhaustion through the night without, without getting any sleep. Sorry. Not new. 25. That's still pretty high. Still good. <laughs> yeah, so one point of exhaustion. Okay. Um, and you are tired. So good. But you finished 24 hours of reading. Um, Jester. Huh? Um, are you going to look up and research actual books on how to read tarot cards, or are you going to make it up? She's going to make it up. <laughs> the Traveler will tell her. That's right. I'm going to talk to the traveler oh to help God. me out. Holy shit, yes. I'm going to stare at the cards and see what they mean to me. <laughs> what I feel when I look at them. Uh-huh. It's pretty accurate. Yeah. Oh, we have to get Laura. <laughs> set a tarot card. I'm, I'm, I'm already on it. I know you would yeah. do. This is, this is your charge, Talison. I know. To get, to get her the right deck. This is, this is what happened to my Christmas so party. Sad. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't need a, a break anyway. That's okay. Oh, I am self-taught. <laughs> How does they speak to me? The, the Jester School of Tarot reading was birthed this day. Oh, <laughs> All right, great. Focusing on that, uh, you guys have been a bit. We have. I guess I. Yeah, I would have been there in the common room reading and just blushed and listened to that entire insane conversation, pretending to read a book. <laughs> Alrighty. At some point, I went out to buy twenty crossbow bolts. Okay. Easy and then get an extra bolt. ten that have like a rubber tip or a dull tip. What's the intent? Training bolts for a young child. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. They have the stud tip rubber ones that are hitting it. Yeah, that, that can be done. Uh, it'll it'll cost. I'll say for for the. You're not having them custom made. You're having existing bolts being kind of retrofitted in that way. So yeah. it is an additional uh, bit of work. I'd say for ten bolts beyond the cost of what it would be, it's an additional 
five silver. I know, it's not too expensive. So bad. Great. Oh yeah, no, it's it's gonna fuck someone up. It'll put an eye out. So, yeah. one of our it's a rubber bullet with a long iron shaft behind it. <laughs> Somebody gave Ronan a, a crossbow, a wooden crossbow. Uh, oh, start with, that's with not little, a. With little ones with a rubber tip. Yeah, you can get them at the like, shot them. Fair. They fucking suck when they're hit. By <laughs> I can imagine. Alrighty, so you go ahead and get that. <laughs> yep, mate, perfect. Ford, anything you wanted to tackle aside from just re, uh, meditating? Meditating, working out, working out, <laughs> and underground finding wings. Okay. Which I get back, and we talk about that. Yeah, look, I mean, look, the ocean. You win for this, Yasha? Yeah, the ocean has people on top Can of I the still water, in partake? the water, and the bottom. It'll cut from some of your reading time. Okay, so we have two days, so maybe I'll take, well, you know. You can have more than two days, but it's your guys' call with the time you want to take. If we're really going to know Rex syndrome, we have to, like, know. You can, Rex you can, finish, yeah. you, I would say, like, maybe you can finish your reading. They can research where to go to fight, and last night out we have a big party, big and that's out. our that's our big out is is a yeah is a oh, yeah. fisticuffs. Okay. I'm into that. You just have to get yeah. some sort of like daytime nap. I can't punch. Just a daytime, yeah, I can get a little nap. In. A little nap. I actually prefer sort of. I don't like sleeping in one chunk of time. Oh. I sort oh. of like smattering it in oh, spurts. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah. Oh, power yeah, naps. Yeah. Little power naps. Grazing, grazing like a deer. Yeah. Can you yeah. sleep sitting up or standing even? I can sleep anywhere. But eyes open. Uh, I've never tried it. Try now. <laughs> are my eyes still open? They are. Are you I, sleeping? I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can sleep with my eyes open. <laughs> Maybe if it was like really dark. <laughs> It was dark enough, you know, when, yeah. it, when a room gets really dark and then really dark. you go like this and then open them and you can't tell the difference. Oh. When you go like what? When you're like, <laughs> and you can't tell if they're closed when or open because it's super dark. Yeah. You asleep just then? No. Oh, okay, I was trying to catch it. Yeah, I wish I could fall asleep that fast. That'd be so great. <laughs> okay. What's the plan, guys? All right. So, are you going to join them or are you staying to read? No, I'm going to join them, so. Okay, so I'd say. We'll subtract yeah. the time you guys are out from your reading time. Okay. So just keep that in mind. I'll keep that in mind. All right, so you guys are looking for a fighting pit. Do we all get to go and watch it? Are you going to let us know that you're going? Yeah. <coughs> hey guys, we're on the fighting pit! Ooh, cool. I'll go. Or we're going to look for one. If there is, yeah, we have to locate it first. There's there always are, a fighting pit. There are, there are fighting pits in the city. Oh, shit! Have oh, yeah, why did we not ask him? Have you gone to them? He's not a fighting pit type. Of make a history check. I mean, look, he's got the wraps. You know, he's like blood spore Scrappy, yep. yeah. That's a one. <laughs> I mean, like, you assume. <laughs> I've heard people. Maybe not in this city. Talk about fighting pits, but I've heard of fighting pits in cities. So, ergo, <laughs> like what we do, what we would do in in my tribe is you would just go out into you know like the middle of the square and then you would punch somebody, <laughs> and then they would get upset and then you know you would just start fighting. Oh, like a, a city like brawl. You mean yeah, like so I could go you assault and then... someone and then a fight begins? What's assault? Uh, it's like uh, a... That's when you fight and go to jail. Oh. Yeah, it's probably a bad idea. That's a just bad thing. Especially coming so fast in. coming off of, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keller? 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 Is that your name? 
Killer. Killer. Mm. Any any fighting pits round here? Not that I know of. Mm. You have a concierge or something who might? <laughs> she points to to one of her grandchildren who's over there in the corner, like digging his finger deep into his nose. Oh, the, the teens, fucking kids, they'll know. You know. They'll know. Yeah. Hey, teen, get over here. What's up? Hey. Well, hey, fellow team, come on over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. There's no snack on it. I'll pull out a little. Uh, what do I got? I'll pull out my my big my, my flask. Oh. Make a persuasion check. Alcohol to underage person. I mean, he's a dwarf. He's probably like forty-five. Persuasion? Yes. Oh, I get a plus two on persuasion. When did that happen? Bringing it to five. <laughs> he goes, Grandma. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, um, wait, wait. Do you want candy? <laughs> he leaves the room. He's been made uncomfortable. There was two of them, right? Isa and Palma. Maybe that was Palma. We need Isa. Where do I see Isa? Which one has a crush on me? You have a high wisdom and a fairly decent insight. These children. I recognize faces. Right, no, I know. These children probably wouldn't have information regarding underground fighting rings. Damn it. Just, just saving you the time on this one. These kids probably don't get out much. Um, they're lame kids. They suck. They we gotta go elsewhere. Yeah, look, we'll work for our supper. We uh, let's just go out onto the street and you know look for yeah. someone that would know where this is. Yeah. Who's helming the search yeah. for a fighting pit? Yeah. Well, I, I would recommend. I'm gonna stay in and uh, read tonight. Oh, I have okay. some research to do, but I would. No. I would recommend. Bo. It's okay. It's okay. Bo. It's fine. Come with us. Not needs some help, so I am going to do a bit of work, and I haven't had the time to breathe in weeks. Right. Try the mud top ward. If there's going to be a fighting pit, it would be there. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Who's helming the uh, the search? I will assist. I'll help. I'll do it. All right. <laughs> oh, All right. Oh. How does so. that happen? Nobody said anything, so, so I did. Jester steps up to the plate. Come on. And, choice in a vacuum, I'm sorry. And begins, <laughs> begins the process of, of looking for seedy locales throughout the mud-topped ward uh, that might have people that they can talk to. That she can talk to, assisted by you, Ford. I'm used to seeing some shady characters. I would like you to make an investigation check with advantage. Oh, I thought he would do perception. Nope, I should have done this. Yep, you should have done it. You should have done it. I just realized my, I could have used my reliable talent on the Nine. persuasion. Guide, are you going to guide me? You have my hand there. I have that memo. That's that was no, with advantage. Was nine. It still would have only been 12. <laughs> yep. Very low investigation. I have really low investigation. I have good perception. So, uh, it's not so much that you you don't know where to find the places. That's part of it. But the places you do find, your special brand of personal engagement seems to be a little less. I don't know, trustworthy? I don't know what you're talking about, Matthew. Uh, a few of the rougher uh, rougher subjects you come across tend to <laughs> shut you down rather Fighting? quickly. Fighting? I, I don't know what you're talking about there. And just walks the other direction. 
you spend the next hour or so following Jester's lead, and it's just like, <laughs> like every film montage where it's just door slamming. I don't think the city has any. Sorry, guys. Caleb said they had some. Here, let's. Um, what, did we pass a dive bar? Uh, you've passed a few. Uh, which one looked the most skeezy? Uh, that'd be the Grim Shelf Tavern. Let's go back to that place. Yeah, good name. Get a drink. <laughs> Sit for a minute. Yeah, maybe if we ask one more person, maybe the barkeep there or some shady yeah, yeah, big, just... big, big fellow or big lady with, yeah. with some muscles. <clears throat> All right. What was so, it called? The Grim Grim Shelf Tavern. Grim Shelf Tavern. Uh, it's a small dive. It's maybe thirty by twenty feet. It's a little, you know, closet of a bar. It sits maybe twelve people total, and as you walk in, there's already eight folk that are drinking, that all look to be, I don't know, anywhere from the range of grizzled miners to uh, cutthroats. To beggars, and as you and it, there's like conversation at certain tables, and some people that are playing cards. And as soon as you enter the building, everyone turns, and the room gets quiet and watches you as you enter. Does the inside of the tavern match the outside footprint? Yeah, yeah. Uh, make an intelligence check. What he says before we we just peek open the door. Twenty one. Twenty one. It seems to. Should we go to another one that's like bigger? Is this wrong? Is this the wrong choice? I don't know. I think if it's not here, I feel like someone in here knows where it would be. All right. Hold on, Yasha. You want me to go ask somebody? Okay, so I'm going to walk inside. Um, Is she just going in? No, no, I'll, I'll go in with her. Okay, so Ford and Yasha, you guys enter the room, kind of quiet. They watch as you kind of walk in. Eventually, they go back to their muttered conversations and drinks and card games. You could see uh, at the edge of the bar there is a, uh, a burly-looking man, probably in his early 60s or so. Imagine, if you will, a, a very, very, even more sunburned uh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> um, like right now, Hulk Hogan uh, with. You know this, like, this like stained cloth apron on, sleeves rolled up, tattooed forearms, kind of looking forward with like the full skullet going down, and this 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 as opposed to just the Hogan stature, it's just a big kind of beard goatee mess right here. Yes. Probably has like three teeth in his mouth, and as you walk up, he kind of looks over. Hey, so what can I get you? Well, actually, uh, we had uh, a, a question. Uh, are there any, uh, f you know, like fighting pits around here, where you can sort of right to it. have a little uh, playtime, if you know what I mean? <laughs> Why are you two looking to go get your asses beat? No, we're going. We're looking to go uh, beat asses. So, make a persuasion check. Ooh. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I will assist. Okay, what do you say to assist? You know, we have um, lots of coin to spend and frustration to get out. We are rather unintimidating, couldn't hurt to share. Now is this persuasion or is this intimidation? Depends on how you want to take it. I want it to be intimidating. So how are you intimidating? 
I want to, I want to. So as you're talking this conversation, she changes tracks on this. <laughs> so you're like, hmm, got some coin. Well, not necessarily intimidating him, <laughs> but just looking tough where he'd be like, oh yeah, they want to go, they want to go have a good time. I think, I don't you're know. Per- Mm-hmm. I'm persuading him. I, I'll, I'll take it. I just, it's a negative two. I was trying to persuade the DM. I understand. I understand. Eleven. Did you roll with advantage? No. Yeah, because oh, he's helping. That's, that's right. That's right. Okay. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Uh, Seventeen. That's Seventeen. That's yeah. much better. Oh, no place. Not here. You heard of the stone coffin? The stone coffin? We have, no. What's the place to be looking for? The stone coffin. It's a basement ring beneath the king's cut butchery. You'll need to ask the owner, the proprietor, Jack Brom. So you're looking for the stone coffin. She'll probably take care of you from there. She'll take care of us. Okay. Jackel Braun? Jackel Braun. Bro. Oh, that was Jackel ba- Basement, oh, basement oh, beneath the, the, the king. The king's king. 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 King's cup butchery. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you uh, sharing what you know. I'll slide two silver across the wall. Yes. Take it back, and I'll slide a gold across the bar. Please, you're doing business with the both of you. Hey, may God look down upon your glory. He takes the silver and puts yeah. it away. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You see, he probably noticed this this not very well hidden symbol on your belt buckle, and got a spark in his eye. Not the kind of person that would turn you in for. Unapproved iconography. I give him a nod and remember that that symbol is out and about, and I cover it. I don't know. Maybe just like you know, loud and proud. Why not? Well, I think in these parts, uh, it's genuinely it's not okay. This is not okay. But, I mean, we well, have a little bit of favor. Yeah, but I feel the like moment. the wild mother is so different. I'm still not. Technically legal or allowed or permitted, but. Okay. Well, then I'll show it. All right. So, you guys ask around. It's, it's nighttime now. It's, you know, kind of, let's say, close to. 10.30 or so by the time you've gone on a, Whoa, a couple hours of, of wild goose chase. Try to sleep by the 10. Um, yeah. You sleep. So, just letting you know at this point that it's, 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 it's into the evening. Um, eventually, you come upon an era, a particular building that is a, set between a high-end hat shop called Size Toppers that is currently closed and a cellar of fine pottery that is also closed. But in the center, you see what is probably the largest butcher shop you've ever encountered. <laughs> Dozens of salt-rubbed animal, uh, animal carcasses hang on hooks and display by the front window. 
Uh, for being this late in the evening, uh, it looks like it's in the process of closing. Like there's maybe like two customers still in there. You're surprised it's still open this late for a butchery. Um, there's a, a swinging door that opens and exits, kind of uh, as one person steps out, holding what looks to be a, a large, like cloth wrapped uh, section of meat, kind of pushes past you, and you see one more customer in there that's currently giving an order. Uh, there are other staff that look like they're going home for the night that are putting their stuff away. Uh, you can see there's a plume of smoke that's rising from the chimney, and you can already smell like the hickory and smoked meats from even just a a good, you know, ten yards from the front. It's, it's pretty decent butchery. Um, as you kind of walk in a bit, kind of pushing the swinging door to the side, you can see there's a number of tables where waiting customers would probably sit, though it is mostly empty at this point. Uh, the front counter is where you would imagine a whirling bevy of butchers taking orders would be. Um, but right now, you can see there is just one individual that is in the process of giving the final cut to the previous customer. Uh, you see a female half-orc, um, kind of you know, fit for a woman in her 50s, standing about six foot or so, um, and is finishing the final cuts and then handing them over to the last customer before looking up to you and goes, oh, I, we're closed. Sorry, perhaps you could make an exception. We're looking for Jaquel Brom. Uh, you found me, but you can come by tomorrow when we're open. Oh yeah, I'm just afraid we wouldn't be able to find the stone's coffin tomorrow. Make persuasion check. Yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> 18. All right. Still good. Sorry, I can't help you there. I have to ask somewhere else. Waits for the customer to leave and Understood. go off for a bit. Our fault. Yeah, no type of business in this part of the city. My apologies. Yeah. All right, look at Come here. Kind of pulls you off into the side office chamber where you can see there's a desk. Uh, there's it's pretty well furnished. Like most of the shop looks pretty uh, simple and and functional, but the inside of this personal office, she has like a, a desk and a chair and a couple of chairs that face the front of the desk, where either she'd have like some intense conversations um, with employees or other people. Um, nice collection of brass knickknacks across it. Like it, it's it's a nice. It's a nice desk. It feels out of place for the rest of the establishment. But she sits down in the chair and puts her feet up crossed on the edge of the table, looks up at you with like the two curled tusks that kind of rise from the lower jaw, glances over with a smile. So, you both looking to make some money? Indeed. Or lose it. Oh, yeah. More for the activity. See, there's the type of mindset I like. People pay to be entertained. Can make money either way, depending. Depending. Downside, however, is uh, the next big fight's in a month. Ah. So, uh, you kind of miss the big event. But, if you're looking to fight soon, I can call in a special bout. Most definitely. Won't be the run of contenders, but uh, we could call in some of our local usuals for a bit of one-on-one -on -one fights. The buy-in's more expensive, because I've got to throw it together in my own time, so. Well, of course, and it's quite a bit of work on your end, it seems. What kind of timeline are we talking about here? One day, two days. One day. Tomorrow night, uh, would that work for you? Depends on what you're asking you. We got two different types of bouts. One of our special bouts is fists. No armor, 
No weapons. Vital and consciousness. Standard by an entry for these special bouts is 75 gold pieces. Winner takes 150 plus 10% of the crowd's pot. Unless you want to challenge our champion. I just couldn't resist not knowing what that might be. It just sounds so And there's a 200 gold buy-in. Winner takes 400 and 10% of the crowd's pot. Who's your champion? You ever heard of Cal Dimmons? Cal Dimmons? Dimmons. Hmm. No, I don't believe so. Cal don't worry. She can hit like a truck. There's a reason she's a champion, so don't underestimate her. But, like I said, standard entry, we just take any sort of other random arsehole that wants to go ahead and jump in there with you. Same thing for your champion, no armor, no weapons. For that sort of belt, yeah. There's also steel belts, that's armor, weapons, whatever techniques you want to bring to the table, as long as you don't accidentally uh, endanger any of our uh, crowd visitors, compatriots, patrons. Uh, standard entry for that's 200, for the special belt. When it takes 400 plus 20% of the crowd's intake, or you could find our champion there. This is very interesting. You are quite handy with the blade. Buy in for that, though. 600 gold each. When it takes 1,200 gold pieces, plus 20% of the crowd's pot. Crikey. Did you hear something? <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> there might be a few more of us that would be uh, partaking in the fun, so I think we need to ask them, maybe. Uh... How many are you thinking? If, you, if it's a lot, that's going to be more challenging to put together on a short day's notice. Oh, I think we'll have uh, more participants. Uh, they'll be paying the standard fee at the door. I don't know how many well, combatants we'll have. Ah, well, there's always participants of uh, watchers, if you want people yeah. to go ahead and put down some money on it. That's always welcome. I think there might be two to three combatants, and our party might be, oh, six or more. Three I can do. No more. Not for within a few days. I understand. You have to wait for the next event for that one to work out. What do you think? Unarmed, or? Magician's charge. I feel like, uh, I feel like an arm, unarmed feels like a, uh, I feel like I miss it. It's been a minute since I've hit somebody with just my fist. So you want to go in there with just the uh, fist spell, right? I don't know. What do you think, Ford? You know. <laughs> Maybe not. I, I appreciate your purest nature, but I think I would probably go with the weapons. Steel and fists. Weapons. For me. Oh, just you can do, we could each do different ones. No, you're choosing which one you want to go into. Depends what oh. you want to pay for and who you want to fight. But I would defer to you. I'm, I'm actually more interested in seeing you do your thing, so if you want to do unarmed, that's the way we should go. Can I think about it and decide tomorrow, or do you need to know? Depends on right how I have to know who I have to call in here. Yeah, okay. You uh, guys can do different ones. Yeah, I'm going to do unarmed. So we got one for fists. Standard or champion? Yeah, do your own thing. Champion. 
Fists. Uh-huh. Fist cuffs. Oh, yeah, she kind of gives you a look over. She can't look like you've seen some, uh, seen some toughness in your day. You could say that. Got some scars, got some arms on you. All right. 200 gold. 200 gold. Okay. Yeah. That's worth a little night of happiness. And I will be able to speak on behalf of our third combatant, I believe she will also partake in unarmed combat. All right. Not a champion's fight. And for myself, uh, the steel. All right, so 75 gold pieces for your uh, compatriot to enter standard. 75 and mine. And mine was? Yours is 200. Uh, it's 200 for the standard entry, or 600 if you want to go against the champion. Go standard. Oh. Standard. Oh. So 275. Something for the champ. Is there a possibility oh. of having two champion belts? <laughs> I think the champion's only around for one fight. It's a bit tough for the ask of that one. Yeah. Of course. Pigeons. Well, um, um. I feel like. <clears throat> you know what? I feel like Bo would want a champion. Maybe we, maybe we get this for her, you know, and then I can just fight. Uh, Standard. Yeah. Sure. What do you want to take on the champion for the steel then? Ooh, do do do. Do that. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. 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 Well. That's six hundred gold. Yeah. Oh, it's tempting. Got all that shit. You got rage. Okay. You got. Oh yeah, yeah. I can use all that. It's up to you. I mean, but remember, it's whatever technique. <laughs> so, like, only some damage is halved, and if they come in with that other shit, well, it's up to you. Yeah, I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go. With, I'm, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay with what I asked for. Uh, I'm fighting champion. Unarmed champion. Unarmed champion. Okay. Unarmed champion. Unarmed standard. Send you. Steel. Standard. standard. All right, 200 gold and 275 from you for both of those. Got it. Pay it up. I reimburse you. Thank you. No more entries. Should be able to lock this down by tomorrow night. I'd say check in tomorrow midday just to confirm in case one of them's busy and can't make it. Is there something else that we should mention as a, a token of our agreement other than Stone's coffin? Stone coffin. Oh. What he means for it. I don't know, like a code word, something to keep it fun and lively, you know, like, you know, chicken wax or. We'll wait, wait till about this time and I'll close tomorrow. Oh. Come on, boy. So you're in for uh, that special cut that I'll put aside for you. Special, special cut. cut yeah, that yeah. moist brisket. <laughs> that lean tri tip. No, are you making fun of me? No, no, I'm not. I was, I was, I was <laughs> right. just going through his, he knows all the I'm meat trying parts. to put a little flavor to it. Yeah. I have some questioners. Good meat okay. joke. I like it. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back this time tomorrow then, and uh, we'll have some fun. All right. Um, while they've been in the office, mm-hmm. I've been using my special paint and just painting googly eyes on like the boar's heads that I'm assuming are like out the dead pigs and stuff, yeah, yeah. and the, any animals. I just want to paint the googly eyes on them with the special paint so that they turn into real googly eyes. Yeah, it's grotesque. 
<laughs> you paint it cartoony and you back away yeah. and slowly they go yeah. and become actual, like just bulging white eyes going like, oh, just sticking out of these, oh. these uh, terrible, like open, yeah. Organless pig corpses. I was picturing it way more like plasticky looking, but ooh, this Realize is fucked I'm up. Realize I'm a dead pig. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no. Right. Well, I've got to close up. Thank you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Jacob. What's your name, by the way? Uh, my name is Yasha. Yasha. You are Ford. Ford. And who's your? Uh, your third compatriot coming in. Oh, that'll be Beau, Beauregard. All right, where do you hear from? Ooh, well, uh... Fort Damali for me. Doesn't have to be, you know, accurate. I just gotta have something to announce you with. From, uh... From Jorhas. Ah, oh, good cover. You, <laughs> the other one, the other one. <laughs> Where the fuck would Bowie from? Oh. I think she said she's from Upper Duke. Upper Duke. Upper Duke? Upper 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 I've got a crew here. Uh, we, fin- right. we finished our business. Purchase is made. Your meat will be ready tomorrow. Yep, meat will be ready tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Pushes you out. Closes. Locks it up. That was a complete success. We 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 have I, three fights. I just listened to see if she. Run away. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Let's go charging into the night. What'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you do? <laughs> So we have three yeah. fights. Yasha's going to fight unarmed with their champion. Oh, I signed you up for some bare bones, standard fare. Fuck yeah, you know me so well. Yep, and then like I had to use a sword because let's be fair, it's, I'm not really at the You're very strong. No, he's not. I've gotten a lot stronger. Look at how strong he is when I poke on his muscles. Look at him working on this shit. I know, but you can't. Well, I saw. I saw his pack just move. Yeah, they move. No, I understand that, but it's still, he's still gangly. Every time he picks up the sword, I hear his wrist crack. I thought a little it was bit, just the wind. I thought it was just like dramatic like that, wind. Like every time. No, no, it's from the push-ups. You can do that. Your little weasel moves every once in a while. Come on! If you got some facts on you, you can probably do that. <laughs> yep, your weasel's moving around in there. Come <laughs> on! I'll throw some bacon down your shirt. <laughs> it's delicious. All right. All right, let's go home and go to sleep. It's late. Come on. Yep. <laughs> All right, you guys get back. It's a little bit past midnight after all the traveling and checking things out and making this whole thing work out. Situated for tomorrow night's whatever this is going to be. Um, you found a fight pit. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you finish your evening's research. Uh, as soon as they left, 20 minutes after they left, 
Uh, Caleb went up to his room. Um, can I use that homebrew to do something super simple here? Masturbated. Sure. Yes. Okay. So he goes up to, uh, Caleb goes up to his room and places um, five pieces of amber. Silver thread everywhere. Five pieces of amber on the floor after he masturbates. Um, and um, takes his holster with the books on it off and places the entire set of holsters and books into the center of this circle of five amber pieces and mutters a few words and starts to trace his fingers through the air and casts Widogast's Vault of Amber, and the um, harnesses and the books just shrink in, and a little beam of light burns along the floor towards the piece of amber closest to Caleb, and they are gone. And he collects up the pieces and the largest one and puts them away into his bag and sets off for the um, Shimmer Ward. Okay. To find her house. All right. So. Situated in the northeastern reaches of the Shimmel Ward, you come upon the address stated in the letter. 31st Wardstone Manor. A respectable manor house rests on an expansive property that uh, seems to bear numerous other abodes across its sneaking grasses and fencing, all which wrap around and sit in the shadow of one of the ominous towers of the candles, a familiar one. Uh, her manor house is one of many that sit on the property that encircles Trendicathon's tower. Um, you can see the manor house is largely built from bleached pale wood and dark window frames, making for a curious contrast. It looks very nice. How many stories is it? Uh, this home is two, one and a half. Okay. The second story is, I mean, it's two stories, but it's not like a major building. It's like a smaller additional room, maybe. It's, it's nice, but it's not as big as some of the other estates you've seen here. But it's, you know, at this point in time for you, I'd say it's, uh, past sunset, so it's evening. You know, some of the the lanterns in the district are lit. Some folk are walking through, but most of the Shimmer Ward has died down. Is it lit? The interior is lit. Well, he um, stands in the street and for ten minutes, thereabouts, and just stares at it and the tower, and finally works up the courage and approaches. The front door. If there is anything to knock. There is a knocker, a little iron knocker. Though. Yeah. A few moments pass before the door. And you see a male halfling in really a kind of nice, uh, formal looking suit, um, hair pulled back, and a loose ponytail, dark hair. Um, looks kind of young. Kind of opens the door. Might I help you? Uh, yeah, I'm here to see the lady of the house. And uh, who might you be? My name is Bren Aldrich Amundrud. I'll pass this on to the lady. Uh, please be patient. see you shortly. Um, if you would please uh, step in, uh, there is a, uh, a guest 
holding chamber, if you would mind waiting for a moment. Of course. Of course. <clears throat> As you step inside, um, the hosting chamber is, is this very sparsely decorated room. Uh, I mean, the interior, while well, the exterior looks very nice, the interior is very minimalistic. Um, you've seen a lot of garish homes from the inside of a lot of affluent folk that just fill it with decor and paintings, and you know it's very much a display. This house, a lot of the rooms just feel more empty, but not in a way that feels like it's unintentional. It's just very, everything is particularly placed and spacious, and this hosting chamber is no different. Um, small table under the window, those uh, two couches, not much else. The walls are pretty bare in here, but you're brought to the seat, and what you gather now is probably the, the servant of the manor exits. Is it absolutely stock still and don't move a muscle? You can feel your heartbeat throughout your whole body, just just your entire chest is, you know, hot and swelling with the nerves that are kind of curling in your stomach. Um, begin to hear footsteps approach. The archway that leads into the hosting chamber, a figure steps in and kind of raises a hand, and the, the low kind of candlelight in the room gets brighter to lighten the interior. And you see a human woman in her mid-thirties, dirty blonde hair, extremely short in the back, but long and kind of side-combed in the front, uh, framing the right side of her face to just past the chin. She looks over towards you, a familiar face of older, um, with a hard look in her eyes, but a smile, uh, with a heavy scar that is new, that rides from the top of the brow down to the bottom of the chin. She's dressed simply. I rise. Has been some time. I was not expecting you, Brian. Let's speak in our regular tongue. And she responds in Zemi. Of course. Hi. Hello? this moment for longer than I care to admit. Hmm. I'm sorry dread was a word, but I'm sure you have your reasons. across the room to meet you on the opposite couch. And sits and kind of rolls her sleeves up on her blouse where you can see the same marked maze-like tattoos that you have previously seen on Ada Wolf's, uh, or the, also the arms of the, uh, the, the halfling that was next to you. What color are they? 
they appear to be black. Okay. And she sits down and kind of pulls them up a bit, crosses her hands across her knee, and sits across from you. Um, so much. What happened? A lot of things have happened, Bren. Where would you like me to begin? The last thing I remember is my home. from obscurity picked from the rest of the riffraff for something that we can do. And to seize such a destiny can cause a lot of heartache. We can do some terrible things. Um, it's strange, I find myself wanting to um, apologize. Still, so much of me feels like it. failed, but a lot has changed, and I, I know some things now that I didn't as a boy, and I'm so glad to see you. I'm glad to see you too, brother. It's been well over a decade that we still often have talked about and wondered where you were, if you were okay. How did I? <clears throat> He's in a cold sweat. Um, how did I get to the sanatorium? We took you there. You had a breaking point. And understandably, began to lash out. Part of that same spark that was seen in you could create a lot of sparks everywhere else. And uh, she kind of reaches up and scratches a bit, and you can see there's like burn scars on the side of her neck there. Yes. 
but for your own good. We took care of you, and we brought you there. But we had to subdue you first. You were too dangerous to us and to yourself. I was there a long time. And we always hoped that you'd that you'd improve. And at times you did, and I mean, to be honest, even looking at you now and hearing some of the things that you're doing, I mean, you've defied all of our expectations. And if you feel like you failed then, know that everyone's path goes at different paces. You've certainly proven now that you are in no way shape of failure. What are you doing these days? I'm doing a bit of tutelage. I'm doing what we were meant to do, which is keep our people safe. Is it difficult for you? At times. I take pride in my work. And I've stopped some terrible things from happening. And I've seen some of the possibilities of what can be done when the right application of the right minds. you heard that my uh, friends and I were here. And it was rather rapid chatter once Trent had notified us of the return of the lost pup. You know what the Mighty Nine and I are leaving to do? I've heard. I'm very curious. It seems, I mean, it seems so, not what I would have expected from you, so much more. I'm impressed, I'm proud. When I um, came back to myself and forgetting, There was a, a, a woman, a, a patient, I, I think. She, um, she healed me, and th this might be hard for me to convince you, but she helped me see things. We did that night. 
I did fail. But I didn't fail the Empire. I failed myself and my mother and father. He lied to me. I know he lied. And if he would lie to me about that, <laughs> it is hard for me to understand what he wouldn't lie about. Out and just kind of touches your cheek a bit. Inside check. Inside check. Oh, God. No, no. It's a good inside check. Good, good roll, good inside check. 27. Since everybody else is at this table, I don't have to whisper, do you? She seems very genuinely mournful for your pain and your suffering. But there's also a hardness to it, in like a less. This was a terrible thing that happened. This is more of a. I'm sorry you suffered, as we've suffered, as many people have suffered for. Ever and ever, life is suffering, and some things are necessary. That's kind of what you. Clean with a very high insight check. Does she seem horny? You're not there. <laughs> <clears throat> to be gifted in a world filled with hardship like this is to do things we're not proud of, and to question the choices we make and to regret the things we wish we could change. Do I agree with everything that I've been asked to do? No. Do I think about it? Do I lament? Do I see the faces of the people I've watched expire at my own hand? All the time. But I also know the reason that we get to sleep every night in a comfortable in-bed or in a manner, as do the many families and children, just like we were, just like the families we once had, that don't have to make the choices we did. They still get to live happily and comfortably because the few, the chosen few, made the hard choice and do what few have the will to do. 
sorry. I, I will never forget what we were. And even now, all these years later, I can't shake it, I still care a great deal about you. At least the girl I knew. childhood and our souls. She reaches out and puts her hand on your knee. I understand your anger. And as much as He's been our teacher. He's not infallible. He's just an old man with the right connections who will one day pass, like they all do. If you always were ambitious. So are you apparently, Brent? Like I said, I'm proud of you. Um, it's good to see you. I think um, I think I better go and raise my hand slowly up and just touch the scar run my thumb down it. Too many scars. I regret none of them. Except one. What was that? Except one. to your home. Maybe we will see each other again. Welcome any time, Brent. I'd like to see more of you. Yeah, maybe we might speak in common again. We'll see. Uh, my friends are depending on me. Of course. Buddy, you should probably get to them. 
just sort of hang on her face for a minute. Think about staying. Walk towards the door. She gets up and follows behind. At your pace, keeping her own distance from you so it was not the crowd. and squeezes your hand for a moment before giving a nod to her servant who opens the front door. Releases it and just stands there, arms crossed in front, watching you. I turn and go. And I will wind my way back to our lodgings. And that's where I take a break. Oh, man. So many questions. I didn't trust a single word coming out of her mouth. She was honest, and I think she's just trying to. I think she's. One. What? She's actually Trent Agathon. No. Two. (laughs) Trent Agathon's upstairs. She was. She just got done boning him and came downstairs to talk to him. Could be. What? She's how looks old. Yeah. Exactly. She doesn't care. She's brainwashed. It's a harem. It's some sort of cult thing. Yeah. 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 She thinks she's amazing. When you touched her face, your hand connected with skin, right? Not illusion. Well, he would have had to tell me. He thought something different. Yeah. No. You. You found. feel feathers. Did it feel, yeah. did it feel <laughs> extra wrinkly compared to what you were touching? Was it way more wrinkly? It, Was there it, stubble? Touch blows illusion spells, so I would have had to feel something different yeah. than that. No. Yeah, but Was Trent Ekathon could know some crazy dunamancy spell that overcomes that. You just really moisturize a lot. You can't <laughs> really summon Tova Kriya. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a supple. You got Paul Newman face. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Oh. Really. <laughs> Good, good He's record. been moisturizing from the beginning. You can't unredford your face. That's, that's, that's just, why would you? Exactly. Oh man. All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. Okay. Here, back here shortly, guys. Uh, we do have our final one giveaway of 2019. Oh. We have the God. This name always comes up. Paduk. 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 I always get like Paduk. like I end up saying pronouncing it 17 different ways and then never remembering which one's the right one. So. This dice vault, the this is actually one of my favorites. The orange color is awesome. Uh, to one of you lucky winners out there, the keyword tonight is holidays, plural. Holidays. Enter it once, more than once, to be disqualified in the chat. And once again, the U.S. and Canada only, excluding Quebec. The stupid laws. We'll have a winner when we return here in a few minutes. Why, hello there. This is Critical Role's resident art dad, also known as Liam O'Brien. We are continuously amazed at the artwork this community creates. That's why each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, we share a curated gallery of submitted fan art over on CritRoll.com. If you'd like to submit your art for consideration, visit CritRoll.com submit. And thank you to all of the incredible artists who share their talents with us week after week. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was weird. Almost. I've never done this successfully in my life. That's okay. I'm going to chip it too. You got other things to do successfully. Uh, we do have our winner of our woman giveaway. The winner tonight is. 
Broke little toe. Oh, those are the worst, man. I know. Congratulations. Congratulations. Broke little toe. This year. Yeah. We'll get that to you ASAP. Happy holidays. Or just pull that. Congratulations, Dale Mortensen. Nah, I'm good. So. Oh, good one. It's the Aaron Bird. Aaron Bird sack. As you all rest for the evening, by the way, your 24 hour reading span, if you're still going through the night, is reduced to, I'll say, with the search and everything, to 21 hours. Got it. Uh, you still do have a point of exhaustion, Got it. which will carry into this. Oh no! Um, if it happens the next evening. So, as you all come to the next morning, uh, so the day is yours. Anything else you want to accomplish during the day, or do you want to? Back to the library. Oh god. For okay. me. All right. We'll start starting with uh, with Beauregard. Mm. You make your way back Before to Before I leave, though, I go, Jess, mm. I'm going to the library. If you want to come, just throw it out there. You don't have to, but you know, I felt bad for not inviting you before. Cool. Don't be worried about it. I think I'm okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you Draw have anything? Some dicks, please. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah or anything dicks. you want to. It doesn't have to be dicks, Bo. You could butts. draw an elephant butt. Okay. Just something about that's funny to me. It is. All right, I'm gonna go. You're going, you're going to the library. Yeah. Do you want to go, Cat? I mean, kinda. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's, sounding, that's sounding a lot better. I right? uh, yeah, really got to say You can't. Yeah, I like it, but you just take that. I'll stay here. You, okay, okay, anybody else? So I'm going to the library. No, don't. Have fun, c- Cad. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Enjoy it for me, will you? Yeah. Are you, you sure you're good? You're you're working on your thing. I have a little homework. Yeah. I mean, they've got like lounges there, like studies. If you just want to like change your scenery, you know, sometimes find that just like a uh, change. In visual perspective, might help you like make some more progress. You know, get out of this B and B. Don't distract him. He's trying to save my life. All right. Okay. No, I'm gonna fucking go. That's, <laughs> that's a fair, fair point. I will do my homework at the library. I won't get in your way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Have fun, you two. Right. So, just the two of you going to the library? Yeah. All right. And I'm gonna bring all my. <clears throat> Hollas papers. You got it. Wow. <laughs> Christmas and Hollas. All right. You make your way to the Reckonsham Archive. The library is open to Expositor Beauregard. Okay. Who in when instituted the six approved gods of the Empire? What the fuck did you just say? Who in when instituted the six approved gods of the Empire? Okay. Is the first thing that I want to. Go ahead and roll an investigation check. Right there. Okay. Because if it was Dwindle, that's interesting. If it wasn't Dwindle, that's also interesting. I like that he's Dwindle. Get it. What is that? What is that? I don't want to. Do I want to use this one? I feel like this one's fine. This one's fine? Yeah. You've been rolling real good all day. It's the shitty plain blue one that sucks. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh. 28. Twenty-eight, yeah. Um, it is not Dwindle, actually. Uh, looking it up specifically, and give me just a moment here. Sorry. No, it's all good. Deep dive. 
Um, okay, there was, shortly after the time of the Marrow War, which was when the Empire and the Julius Dominion were at war over the, uh, this, you know, the northern and southern regions. And that was like that's like early, early uh, uh, Crane Dynasty versus Empire, right? This is this isn't Dynasty involved. This is the Julius Dominion, which is the other human civilization that was to the south. This is where where Zadash okay. used to be the capital of. Okay. Um, so it was a war between Empire and the Chulas. Old Empire. Old countries. Old Correct. Countries. This, we're talking like uh, the first uh, around 545 PD. So this would have been okay. hundreds of years back. Right, right. Um, okay. But yes. PD we'd start it. Uh, because the no. a lot of the priests <laughs> that rebelled from the Julius Dominion against the Dominion, uh, sorry, about the, the rule of the Empire, the Emperor of the time. Which would have been uh, Manfred uh, Dwendal. Okay. Uh, he was the one that had his spies had discovered that a lot of the Julius interests uh, and a lot of people that were rising against him were priests of a lot of these various religions, and they were using religion as kind of their large tool to to cause people to rebel against the empire's okay. uh, rule. And as such, he wanted to abolish all religious, okay. um, all religious worship within their area, but. It caused even a further uproar, and a lot of the fury just even further fed into the Julius Dominion. So when they had finished, they decided to choose a handful of ones that fit easily within the overall goals of the Empire. And so the deities that were chosen were those that fit within its ideas of um, society and knowledge and uh, you know. Things that aligned with their goals okay. easier than so other entities like, that perhaps wouldn't be down with an empire. So the gods and their stands were getting in the way of progress Whoa. and science, to an extent. Hmm. I guess you could say, from some perspectives, yeah. In that, so and Manfred. <laughs> so Manfred was like, ah, oh, this Melora shit and this like cord shit is like, yeah, it, not cool because you're like blasting me with lightning and shit. So more or less, yeah. Or just you know, a lot of the the philosophies were harder to fold into the philosophies of the empire. Hmm. Remember, they didn't they didn't destroy the Julius Dominion and burn everything down. They they they, they defeated the people that were helming the Julius Dominion and then told everybody who was part of it like your lives can continue as they are. You're just now members of the empire and you now go through our tax system, and we're all here. But your life doesn't change and we're good. And mm-hmm. at that point, there was no other alternative. And then it was absorbed into the right. empire and the empire. Now spanned the entirety so like of this portion Britain of Western Wine India for a while. Yeah. Okay. Kinda. Um. Went a deep question there. Already had to go into the uh, into the history. Good. So so that means that basically the six approved deities of the empire are so systematically and innately taught that it's hard for anyone, especially you mentioned Manfred Dwindle, so that means that it is like a true monarchy in terms of only... Correct, it is It is a, a, a through blood or marriage blood monarchy, line. yeah. Uh, and they're just, it's just that forced upon of like, these are good and these are bad. Correct. That it's like systemic bigotry. Kind of, yeah, and okay. and and to that point too, it's not like they throw you in prison forever if they catch you with a, sh- you know, prying to their god. You get fined for it with a little bit of, t- of jail time, you know. And there are many people that do worship other gods very, very privately, um, and just keep it out of the public eye. You have a, f- a couple of them in your party. Um, 
but uh, but yeah, so it's it's. I, I put it for people getting busted for playing other gods would be the equivalent of being busted for marijuana possession in a lot of states in the U.S. Right, or like jaywalking. Yeah, like yeah. like you know, it's you're like that's where I went. Too. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're yeah, like yeah. yeah, really, bro. Yeah, like you're breaking the law, but shouldn't <laughs> should it be against the law? Come on. Yeah. So are you that bored? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're smoking on the street, dude. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Somewhere in all of this, while you're reading, Caleb looks up and remembers their first trip to the library together. Where you just fucking hated the books, and smiles at her, totally engrossed, and just watches for a bit, and goes back to what he's doing. Fair enough. Okay. Do I have another question? Do you have another question? Did we? Okay, and correct me if we've or if I already know this. Always on the Deltoroid Council. Uh, Every time you ask, somebody on it dies. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Who's left on the All these ravens just start landing That's in the, the question you ask now. <laughs> yeah, bird style, just Felt <laughs> 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 um, a great disturbance. <laughs> the six shackles of the six shackles of the chain of oblivion. We saw three shackles. But you saw one. You've only encountered one shackle. Uh, that was just one. One shackle, three one chains. Just the one. Okay. The shackle, and, and for the record, the shackle mm-hmm. is a term. There is no actual like physical chain. I was thinking the chains. Right, like, right. There's two locations. Um, no, okay. The, uh, the shackle okay. is, is, is a. It's a. Okay. It's a metaphorical term for this. Like the pentagon. Yeah. That this, thing. This, this artifact that, that is one of six things that helped bind that initially helped bind it before the divine gate was instituted. Okay. I mean, in theory, if all the shackles shackles were still broken. The Chain of Oblivion is still in the Abyss and still on the other side of the Divine Gate, but the, the Chain of Oblivion is so different than all the other Betrayer Gods, and the the type of power and danger that it represents uh, is so unknown that there's worry that if there was a Betrayer God that could break through the Divine Gate, is there like a shackle Betrayer God could maybe be one of the prime. Or sorry, the uh, Chain of Oblivion oh, would be six, the one to do it. There's six gods. <gasps> That's so, six. So my question was, right. Where are the shack? Where are the other shackles? Do I have? Any, can I find any information on where the Roll other shackles are? Roll an investigation check. Is the Dawnfather okay. like the main deity in Rexentrum, or shared equally among the five? It's shared equally amongst them. Um, but the Dawnfather is like the coolest one. Doing well, Jake. Platinum Dragon's pretty great. Bahamut's great. Um, I mean, they're all pretty even, um, and they all have their own different you know, belief systems. Why don't you let me pick first? You should that's have. Just, you should have natural uh, okay. one. Natural one. Um, that puts it earlier. <laughs> there's information about about the shackles and about the binding of the chain of oblivion, but as to the location or information regarding it, nothing. Um, mind you, you ba- based on the scrolls that had to be hustled out of Vasselheim by Oban and members of the of the Angel of Irons cult. You have information to at least make you think that that information is very, very, very intentionally near impossible to find. You found the the dictionary definition of shackle, and that's as far as you got. Kind of, yeah. Like, I know this already! (laughs) I'm pretty sure another one would be in Vasselheim. Yeah, Vasselheim sounds right, right? You got no idea where any of the shackles are. But Vasselheim has been, I mean, it's it's the Dawn City. It's where civilization began long long before the Calamity, before the Age of Arcanum. It was like the first city. Mm -hmm. Because that was kind of my thought, was like, 
how far along in progress did they actually make? She would know. In terms of breaking shackles, if you broke another one before. Do you know if they were successful in disarming another shackle before the other? This is the first no. shackle. Like the yeah, the first one that we, we went to was uh, the first one that we were, we were able to find. Mm. Um, okay. Um, occasionally, I like walk by That's King. a natural one on that, too. Like, you spend a lot of your day trying to find that information and come yeah. up with and that that old blade. magic. Occasionally, I walk by Caleb in the later half of my day and just go like, and I walk off. You get those library farts? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fundamental. Like, I, talk, I talked about the bookstore boobs. Yeah, of course. You walk into a bookstore, you gotta. It's a thing, it's a condition. That's cool, though. It's a cool story. You ever go in a library and your stomach starts hurting? That's it's the old Dude, yeah. there's a condition, it's a condition. <laughs> there's a prune juice and then like, you're not really going to So, if there's any more questions you have, you only have enough time to maybe research one that isn't too extensive, mm. depending on your role, because you've spent, I'd say, all the research you've pulled together from going through all the books and pulling everything you have available at the Rexentrum archive. Um, if I you know, your time, probably like I guess. seven hours you've spent in there already reading there's all this a stuff. phenomenon that explains why you poop at bookstores. Says BuzzFeed. It's called the Mariko Aoki Phenomenon. <laughs> I Written I'm and jealous. created by Mariko Aoki. Yeah, I'm jealous of yeah. Mariko Aoki. Could be by the like, smell of paper or ink having a laxative effect, the association with reading on the toilet at home. Caleb is oh, super regular. Uh, I mean, I have used the Barnes & Noble toilet a lot. <laughs> so, 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 Which Barnes & Noble? <laughs> Man, I feel, I feel bad for the Barnes & Noble janitors. There's all these questions. Why do I have to poop in bookstores? It's the top there. Look it up. It's humanity. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm good. Okay. Condensed requests. We don't even need to dwell on it, but I, if for the amount of time that they're there, Caleb will spend more time on uh, Halas's works. I'm sure this is much time, but I'm going to put in some more. Okay. And then get distracted and um, pull out the... Um, Everything okay? Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> collar. Stone. I hate that. Sorry, keep going. Sorry. Uh, the collar that had got uh, clunked around Caleb's neck in Happy Fun Ball, and I'm going. To, I want to spend a couple hours examining it and seeing if it can be used, altered. As as something that is no longer dead, could it be reawakened, enchanted? Could I work it over time to use it? Okay. Um, well, first, for your initial part of the day research, go yes. ahead and roll not an arcana check, just a straight intelligence check. Okay. 25. <laughs> What'd you roll? 15. No, in, in, not arcana, intelligence. Oh, intelligence. Your intelligence plus, modifier. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, plus five, 20. 20, okay. Um, that's pretty good. Okay, you start connecting more of these patterns. You begin to to look into the elements of you transmuted metals and elements, but to transmute flesh, bone, uh, you know, things that have a, a, a living presence is a whole different thing entirely. And looking at a lot of these elements of Halas's research, there are some breakthroughs, uh, but it, it is incomplete. And as you continue to kind of improvise in those spaces too, um, you begin to watch it spiderweb out. Like like the ideas begin to expand. It's like 
thinking it would be a simple equation, and the equation gets super long and it looks super messy, but it's working, but it's super messy. But you're getting a little further along. You're getting some some good leeway on it. Once again, who knows how how far the goalposts are? But you're still working on it. Mm-hmm. As far as working on that uh, that neck piece, mm-hmm. go ahead and make an arcana check for me. It just means it's like, like long ass proofs. That's a sixteen. Yeah. <sighs> Looking at it, like you can you can see recreating the construction of it, but the nature of its. Uh, enchantment that prevented spell casting mm. is old and a type of magic that you haven't encountered before. There are some similarities to the scripts that are being used in the spell that you're currently working off of Halas's work. Mm. So a lot of it just kind of plays off of his own script. You get the sense that he learned a lot of basic arcane uh, techniques and then began to build off of that to create his own you know, language within that space, and that's why mm-hmm. it's so challenging to follow. With these, you could see the possibility of doing so, mm-hmm. but you have no idea, mm-hmm. um, nor do you have anywhere near the tools, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you'd, yeah, that's about as far as you can get. If I throw, if I just throw a detect magic at it, what school radiates off of it? Uh, for that, I would say it would be, I'll say, mm-hmm. let me check something else. Dude, <laughs> No. It would be like the one that's wards. And so it's like abjuration with my first instinct. Yeah. I'm gonna double check real fast. Just to be safe. Let me see here. No, that's not what I wanted. Oh man, come on. This lore dump. Sorry, guys. By Dwarven Forge. Uh, <laughs> uh, this would sit. There are elements of abjuration and elements of illusion, mm-hmm. kind of working in unison for this. Okay. Well, he will. Uh, Caleb will just tuck it away for a rainy day to be continued. Okay. Anybody That's else? Hey, Fort. Huh? Do you want to go work out? Um. <laughs> do you work out regularly? Well. No, but I know that you work out with Bo, and she's at the library, and I didn't know if you wanted to get the workout in before your fight tonight. Yeah, sure, that would be great. I mean, I'm, I'm not looking to like go into the fight tired or anything. No, 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 but if you know you like want to do something or something, I could help. <laughs> yeah. Lead, lead on. Oh, I'm leading the workout. You said workout with you. Oh, well, I thought, like, you know, do you need, like, somebody to spot you? Do you lift? Do you do, you do like. Do you even lift? Do you do, like, sit ups? Do you need, like. It's you could lay on the floor and I could hold onto your legs and push them and you could work on your core. Right, yeah. No, it's mostly body weight stuff. Um, did you want to do it with me or just, like, just watch Either me? Either one, work out? it could help. Just whatever. Okay, yeah. I mean, we usually start by doing, you know, 25. Push-ups. Okay, well, let's do that then. Okay. You first. Okay. <laughs> I do 25 push-ups. How right. fast does she do them? <laughs> Roll strength. Oh, this would be athletics check. Athletics check. 
Hmm, seven. Seven? Uh, the first 15 are pretty solid. 20 starts getting a little slow. Those last two or three, it, the, it peaks to like the, the arm shaking. The warming. Yeah. But she gets there. I feel a little better about this. All right, I'll try and do 25 push ups. Athletics check. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yes! Natural one. <laughs> is this like you immediately get a cramp? Is that what the first? The first three go okay. You're so kind. The fourth one. The fourth one. You hear a pop. No. Oh no! I got a fight tonight. Yeah, you do. Oh no. Oh no, are you okay? The fifth one, he pushes and he's just holding it and he's shaking. Are you okay, Four? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm do you guys, do you do this all the time? What yeah. did you do? Oh, I don't know. There's did, a, there's you, a, did you break a rib? What's going on? Like, this was not sticking out before. Oh my god, did you guitar harm me up or I'm just doing a push up? I, like I thought you were really strong. Ford. I push it back in. Don't push it back in! <laughs> don't, don't. Don't push it. I'm gonna push it in and I'm gonna do it. Can you do like magic? Can you make it go yeah, with your yeah, little you your little hamster uniforms? Yeah. Yeah. Cure wounds. I will allow to heal oh. hernia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, greater restoration. Either. You know what we didn't do? Uh. We didn't warm up. That's what it was. Stretching. We let ego Stretch. get in the way. Yep. Stretch. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think maybe uh, that's good for today. Well, that's it, huh? Mm-hmm. 25, well, three, five push-ups, three. four, maybe three push-ups. <laughs> that's a good warm-up for tonight. I feel like my pride is hurt. Um, no, 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 no! You were really strong. That was impressive. I've done more than that. I believe I you. Really? I super duper believe well, I, you. I don't feel like you do, but <laughs> I've come a long way. It's really. You're going to do so good tonight. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should just back out. No, no, no! Do it, Ford. Oh, no. You're really strong. You're and well, and you you're doing it with the weapon, right? Why do you think that's important? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you know, Bo's going to be doing it without, and Yasha, and both of them are like. <laughs> both of them are like. Brawley. You know them. Brawly. Like really good with their yeah. fists and stuff, and I don't. Right. You can try, do you want to punch me in practice? No, no I don't. I signed up for the weapon one. Okay, well good, that's good. Good thing I did. That's gonna be good for. Right, I got the failure out of the way first. Can't do it twice one day. Exactly. Right, yep. And hey, you have that peck thing you can do. It's not moving on one side. <laughs> it's a little atrophy going on. A lot of serotonin coursing through me right now. <laughs> just the rest before tonight. I'm sorry. I did that. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. It's, it's my fault. <clears throat> okay. The traveler well. is with you, and the wild mother too. Good yeah. for you. You got two of them on your side. You're you're great. Does the traveler interface with the wild mother a lot? Is there a established Relationship there? Yeah. Really? They totally like each other all the time. They they go on dates. 
They go on dates. Yeah. Roll a religion check. <laughs> they go on dates. Twenty. Uh, Wild well, mother, they one, on. already in a relationship with Arathis. Uh, both ladies. Yeah, I don't, do I don't know that that's accurate, <laughs> but I will think on it and see what <laughs> comes through. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Traveler, right. You don't know his fucking name for? Well, of course I know his name. I just think it's odd that he's telling you they went on dates when that's not what I understand. Well, the traveler doesn't have to tell me that. I just know everybody wants to go on dates with him because he's super cool. <laughs> like, does, he go, does he date a lot? Like He gets around. Oh. Bit of floozy. No, just sought after, you know oh. what I mean? Not really. Deities that are hooking up all over the place. It's pretty new to me, concept-wise. People. Is the traveler a fuckboy? He should hurt on Zeus. Just saying. Okay. Well, uh, wish me luck. Good luck. Thank you for the workout. <laughs> Do you feel tired at least? Are you sore? I'm so exhausted. I am shaking. Is she my, sweating I'm at all? Like tomorrow. even the slightest bit. I appreciate you saying that you are, even if you're not. This got so awkward. <laughs> So proud. Good workout, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I could save some face. My abs in front of Jester. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Anybody else want to? Please. When I wake Please. up, I would like to uh, take a very large cup of coffee oh. or whatever is uh, the morning fuel and go back out to the garden, sit up against the tree, and read until the fight. Okay. So you were just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, um, that'll put you at about full day of reading. We'll say with a couple of breaks there, an additional ten or so hours. Okay. Before you have to begin getting ready to head on over to the evening's event. Okay. So thirty-one hours. I've read it. Okay, I'm getting there. Alrighty. Anybody else? Or are we moving on to the evening's events? Okay. So, as nightfall takes the city, you gather yourselves and begin walking to the Muntop Ward of Rexentrum to find the butcher shop that had previously been scouted. King's Cut is closed. But as you're approaching, you still see the occasional individual walk up and be led inside. You eventually make your way, same thing, knock on the door, are let in by another one of the employees of the butchery. And as they lead you inside, they're like, um, uh, uh, sorry, can I, we're closed for the, for the night. Oh no, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, uh, we came here for the, just the special cut of, we have some, a cut in the back. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's something in, in the back for us. Yes! Oh, I love it! 
<laughs> we have a. We have a. Are we eating in here? I can't eat any of this. <laughs> well, that's right. You weren't here. We have a a cut of meat in the back downstairs that we have uh, for us that we are partaking in. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Seven. Oh! The employee goes, uh, I'm sorry, we're closed for the night. You'll have to come back tomorrow. No, this is, uh, this is, this is, uh, this is, this is actually, is Jaquel here? Uh, she's closing up in the back. Would you mind actually sending her out? Because, uh, it's very important that we speak to her. She's busy at the moment. I'm sorry. Champion. Special cut. The, ch the the champion special cut. It's a cut, a very special champion's I'm cut. After a loud sigh, opens the door. Unless you guys. Are <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Close behind. You are then ushered beyond the door that led into the office. Um, of Jaquel, beyond the kind of butcher block counter where most of the uh, customers interface with and make their purchases, to what looks to be a storage hallway to the back. You're led through, and there's another employee there who's waiting and is currently like standing in front of a door. As you approach, the first employee kind of gives a nod, the second one nods back, opens a storage door, and as opposed to being a closet, there is a staircase that leads down. You guys can already hear chatter and laughter. And as you head down the staircase within, you, as it opens up, immediately see to the right and left of you two shelves of liquor with tables on each side with food and snacks already laid out and prepared with two other employees that are in the process of gathering elements on, on plates. Um, in front of you, across the way, you see uh, there's a small wall, like kind of like two little outcroppings, uh, and spiral staircases that curl up to a secondary floor on each side. Immediately across from you are iron bars that go across and separate this small area, this kind of entryway, from an open square fighting pit that is just scattered in rock and dust and gravel. Um, the doors open. You see there are two guards to each side and one white-robed figure who's kind of in the process right now of sitting and having a drink and just like kind of sitting cross-legged on the ground and notices as you, as you arrive. There are torchlights flickering, um, and you can see these staircases that spiral upward. There are kind of separate balcony chambers that are open and overlook this battlefield, where there are probably, you'd guess at this point, close to a dozen figures that are up there sitting, eating food, talking, watching, or waiting for the battle to commence as their entertainment for the evening. Cool. As you guys kind of walk into this space. About how many people? Uh, that are sitting up there, about, you say about a dozen maybe, a little under a dozen. Okay. Um, it's not a huge crowd, but for given a day's worth of, of uh, time to prepare for this, it's not bad either, given the scenario. Do um, they look fancy? Uh, some of them look pretty fancy. Mm, okay. Some of them look moderate. Um, you can't really tell from down here. 
You do see, kind of off to the side on one end, there are two figures that are currently stretching. You see one That's appears. Important. <laughs> <laughs> you see one one gentleman who is uh, looks to be half elven, older, maybe in his late fifties. Um, very kind of uh, sun wrinkled skin from a lifetime of probably working outdoors. Um, uh, light brown hair that's actually lighter than, than skin tone. Uh, a bit of a, a, a beard, and as much as a half elf can muster, you see like a lot of effort went to trying to cultivate this beard. Um, and has hand wraps around the fingers and is currently in the process of kind of air punching a bit. Um, preparing themselves for a bout. You gather this is one of the contestants. You see the other one is a real rough and tumble looking female dwarf who is currently sitting in a chair and kind of giving herself a shoulder massage with one hand, and the other one is just drinking this tankard. She's got this kind of uh, uh, scruffy uh, uh, mutton chops that come down the side of her face. Her nose, you can see, has been broken multiple times and is healed back and to the point where now it's just this, this very, very character-like nose. Um, the hair is a uh, it is mostly red, but you see a bit of gray streak coming through it, and it is tied into kind of like a, a top knot bun, something similar to that design in the back of the head. Um, arms are thick, just battering rams. Um, and you can see all sorts of scars. She's wearing kind of like a, a, a leather tank top, it looks like, element there. Um, not thick enough to be considered armor, but enough to just be a kind of a stylistic piece of battle gear and just scars and little and patches of hair around the scars and the shoulders and arms and she's just kind of just drinking. That's got to be hell, right? I Could think be. So. <clears throat> to the other side, you see uh, a man uh, looks maybe in his like 30s or so, tall, uh, dark skin, jet black hair, long. It's braided in the back and kind of goes to just past his, his waist wearing scale mail. Um, he has a shield in one hand and a battle axe in the other, and he's kind of practicing in the air before he turns and watches you guys in. He goes, gives kind of a nod and a look. Wait a second. <laughs> I know you guys. What in the uh, the the uh, the Harvest Close Festival, the pit fight? We were, we won. We won! Yeah! Oh! <laughs> you were. Comes Hang on, I've been looking at this a lot here. Like comes up. You're uh, the. The. The, the Super Seven! Uh, the. 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 <laughs> the. Close. Which one was Sure! You? Hang on. Oh, I'm Darrow. Darrow Adlock. I'm the. Uh, the leader of the stubborn stock. We both kind of went head to head at the end, but yes. we both managed to take out our creatures and we shared the pot and it was amazing. We fought the very large crocodile together. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember you. Wait, is he the guy, is he in white robes? Or no? No. No, it's scale male. Nope, scale male. He's got long pants for panther beasts. panther beasts. Ah, something. He's like, Sure, all right, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> are you all looking, looking good? Things have been well? Yes, no, we've, yeah. we've been traveling a lot, you? Well, yeah, for a while, yeah. We were uh, doing some mercenary work around here in the Empire. It's paying really well now since the war started up, you know. 
Um, but uh, yeah. a lot of stuff in the Johar. So have you been uh, on other borders? No, no, no. Just doing uh, bodyguard work and local stuff. I'm, I don't want to get involved in the war. I'm not about to become a, you know, a sacrificial pawn. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm an Azure Coast all along. Yeah. Right? Are you fighting tonight? Yeah, yeah. You guys coming to watch? Uh, some of us are participating, actually. Oh no way! Yeah. Yes way. <clears throat> oh, who's who's fighting what? I think Ford might be fighting you, actually. <laughs> and he goes and gives out a big hand. Roll strength check. Why is it all about stats? Fuck you! Seven. <laughs> Seven. Oh, no. uh, it doesn't hurt as much because he rolled a natural one. Oh. <laughs> He's like. <"Whoa!" laughs> Oh, you got a grip there, my friend. That is very. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I look forward to the to the tune-up with you. This will be this will be most fun. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Oh, it's good to see you guys. Anyway, I gotta I gotta stretch. <laughs> and uh, hey, good luck. Same to you. Don't father look over you, friend. <clears throat> yep. That's three for you, man. What do you mean? Three what? Twitch. Oh, I don't even know. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Three what? <laughs> <laughs> Three guns. Don't worry Look at it. Don't Darkel, worry about it. Don't worry about it. This conversation approaches from down one of the sides and goes oh. like. Oh, hello there, you made it. I'm so glad you all could finally come along. We were hoping you all would show up. Hey? <laughs> we had a hard time getting in. One minute. It's all right. Um, yeah, that was my fault. I forgot what the cup was. Ah, it's all right. There's plenty of alcohol. Everyone's happy to wait and yeah. be nice and tasty. <laughs> the pot's been in. Caught a bit of money to possibly win tonight. So let's see if we can do it. Are we ready? Need some time? Let me know when, when we're good to go ahead and get the first bout going. Ooh, 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 can I bet on people? You can do that. Please. We'd like to wager. Yeah, sit yeah. me down for some wages. Yeah. Sure. That's okay, nice. okay. How much you want to wager? Uh, I would like to use uh, the three of you, you said? Mm-hmm. No. I would like to uh, wager a hundred gold on each of my friends. Oh yeah, me too. That yeah, same, good. same. Oh, okay. oh, you guys are so supportive. I hope we don't fucking let them. Okay. Down. Well, that's why I'm doing an even spread. No guarantees. No, I'm, so if like one I'm of going us to fails, do even spreads so except for the bow fight, I'm going to add another twenty for the bow. You're my ringer. Okay, so for 120 for bow and 100 for the other two. I got you. Make us some good. 100 for me each. Make us some good. Hey, can I give okay, you money you. to bet on myself? <laughs> Make sure you get your rage money. Okay. Right. I slip him some money under the side to put in a bet for myself How on much? myself. How much was it? Another hundred gold. One. What? Two. No! Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Ten minutes later, I bet another hundred gold on Beauregard. In addition to the hundred she gave you? So two hundred on Bo, because she just slipped me some of her I money. Some, some, some. And a hundred on the other two. All right, gotcha. Okay, thank you. Anybody else? I got my hundred on each. Ninety-eight. I'm slipping out and leaving. <gasps> Ninety-nine. Oh wow. You're gonna stay and watch. One hundred. Do any of us see you go? No. If you don't want to be seen, you can roll stealth check. <clears throat> With advantage. Uh, twenty-three. Not is gone. Even my passive. Pulling some back shit. What's your passive yeah. perception? Uh, my passive perception not is high enough. not high enough. Nope, didn't think so. Yeah. Not just. 19. Just Irish goodbyes. Ghost out of there. <laughs> Irish goodbyes. Where's she going? Not far. Where's she going? Okay. 
<laughs> all right. So, with all of those put in, uh, Jacob goes, all right, go ahead and find yourselves a seat up there. We can go ahead and get some food snacks already provided, and uh, we'll get this rolling uh, right quick. You need snacks? I want to Veggie, eat some Veggie snacks. Chips, sir. She's gone. To give you guys kind of an overview of what it looks like. <laughs> yeah! You asked for a fighting pit. Oh, wait, you made you a fighting pit. <laughs> this fighting pit is brought to you by Dwarven Forge. Everything you need to know is at dwarvenforge.com. Oh, yeah. Whoa! Whoa. Oh, shit. We love you, Matthew Mercer. Wow. Is Trent Itchy Crouch in these uh, balconies? <laughs> oh, so cool. Oh, they light up. Just here, yeah. Hey! Oh, dun, 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 Moody dun, lighting. Dun, 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 this is so cool, Matt. Oh, you guys. It's so are we up? Are we up top? Or are we yeah, top? we're already there. You guys have you guys have just arrived in the center here. Oh, so there's a fancy here. Ooh, look at these fancy people watching. There we go, and wow, lights, lights. Come so on. as the rest of the the rest of the battlers are stretching off to the side here, uh, you guys That's can decide where you want to be. So we have Beauregard is fighting, Ford is fighting, and Yashar are fighting. You guys are kind of just keeping here for the time being. The rest of you can sit where you like. Yeah, not come sit with. And not be gone. Where's not? I don't know. Caduceus. Uh, I'll. I think. Well, yeah, I'll. I'll take right up, up up that side over there. That side over here. Yeah. Okay. And kind of join that edge there, Caleb. I will sit down uh, between the clerics, and uh, as I do so, I'm going to pull out a wire and whisper and say, "Are you good, or do you need so you're some space?" You're joining on the side as well. Yeah. All right. Moving the table to the side here. You guys kind of push into that end. Door closes. Door closes. All right. Um, I just sent a message saying, are you good, do you need some space? I don't know if she's blown past the range of it. Right. She may reply to this message, she knows. I'm good, I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Which point, Jack Hell arrives out in the center space, stepping into the middle of the tournament range. Which, uh, is the <coughs> best one I can use for that. I'll just use, I'll use this one for that now, so what I found, just kind of steps out and goes like, hey everyone, thank you and welcome to the Stone Coffin. An impromptu fight, yes, but who are we to turn down some proper unexpected entertainment, eh? <laughs> well, all coin is put in, we've closed the outside doors. Let's go ahead and call on our first bout for the night. Woo! Yeah. Coming all the way from the mud top. You've seen him fight, you've seen him drop. It's Ovo! Oh. And the older man who has been shadowboxing starts coming out, and he's like, whew, whew, walks out and steps into the space, someone kind of gets like a, yeah, cheer! You got it, you got it, you got it. Uh, Fighting an old guy? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and where did you say you were from? <laughs> Most favorite terrain. That's right. All the way from up, up. <laughs> <laughs> Beauregard! Woo! Take off. Take off 
my exposure robes. Yeah. I'm just in like my sports bra kind of tank. Up and joins yeah. the others at the edge. Huh? The door is closed. Kill him! Well, no, well, I don't think that's what we're going for. I'm hopping away. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Begin! Ah! Let's go. Let's go. Beat up that old man! Okay. Honor the legacy of Bata Machina. Oh, so close. Initiative so is? Uh, 13. 13, all right. Ovo goes first. 12, 12, 12. Ovo goes first. Just better math. So Ovo kind of is up there, he's like, <sighs> gets his ground, look, looking you over and goes, I'm looking at him. Was he? Was he? What? Can I? Can I gleam anything? Yeah, uh, best. That like, first look, like even for his age, he's he's, he's, he's pretty pretty ripped. Uh, and he 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 looks a little beat up. Like he's seen some fights. He's seen some scraps in his day. Yes, and he's gonna go cool. and come in for uh, initially a body blow, followed by two quick punches to the face. Okay. Uh, first is gonna be a nine. Miss. Second one is going to be ah twenty six. Hit. All right, on that strike, you take seven points of bludgeoning damage. And the third strike is going to be a twenty four to hit. Hit. That is going to be four points of bludgeoning damage. So this, this the body blow you woof, duck out of the way, but in pulling back, he immediately woof, uppercuts you in the chin. A third strike across the face. You're like you feel the blood coming out of the corner of your mouth, but you get the feel he's he's. He's prime. He's not going all in yet. He's like trying to feel for your defenses and read you. He's an experienced fighter. For as much as you may have looked down upon him upon arrival, it's your turn. I never said that. I, I did though. I know. <laughs> You're I figured. It's your turn. Mm, I kind of just like wipe the blood, mm -hmm. look back at him, kind of nod. Ooh, he's going the he's, he's going the brother route. Yeah, okay. My, my type, Ooh, my type. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I uh, shift my stance a little bit to kind of adjust to more of that Wing Chun kind of. Cause yeah, you know, my type. Yeah, my type. Muay Thai. Yeah. <laughs> my ties are good. And then almost time for Hawaii. Going for pop, pop. I'm gonna go kind of on the inside of him. I'm gonna try and break his defense. Go for it. That's funny because pop, pop is what his grandchildren call. <laughs> First hit. Yeah, 27. That hits. Stunning strike. Roll damage first. But first. Ooh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Seven damage. Seven uh, points of damage from the first hit. Shit. Stunning strike. Yeah, first D8. Uh, that's a 15. Yeah, it works. My, my, it's 15. Oh, he just resisted. So the first hit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he flexes. <laughs> Old man ass. Catch the blow. Second strike. Fuck you, pop pop. Second strike. Yeah, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight definitely hits. You roll damage. Don't kill my grandfather. <laughs> Eleven damage. Eleven Stunning damage. strike. Uh, that's a fail. He is stunned. <laughs> so, the, so he goes like the flex. The first one comes off the stomach. The second one, you go into strike. Where are you punching? In the dexters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna 
do kind of what he did to me. I'm going to do an uppercut with a cross right across his face. <laughs> going to go there. for meta. <laughs> his teeth are out. <laughs> so, right for that temple. So <laughs> whack, it hits, and you watch him kind of like take a few steps as he stumbles to catch and himself. And as I see him take those two steps, I'm going to do a full barrel rotating uh, double kick. Pop, oh, pop no. with the... Uh, um, that thing that I do. Glory of love. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a little delusional. Happy That's holiday. Okay, uh, happy holiday. <laughs> Flurry of blows. Go for it. Advantage on both of these attacks because he's stunned. Yes. yes. Attack. Uh, 19. Uh, 19 hits. Thank God I did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12. Put him in a body. Already. Damage. And then. Sort the leg, Johnny. Jesus Christ. Nice. Seventeen. Seventeen? Yeah. Uh, hits. Woo! Um, ten damage. Ten damage. You watch him just like, and he like falls and catches himself on his hand, and then has to like get back up. And then after doing the uh, full rotating he is, uh, he's to house. You see his eyes kind of like refocusing. It's his turn now. As I come down, or you saw though, your hit him, um, and the then watching him extract aspects, which is absurd for an okay. old man. Well, well, but let well, me do it, because it leads he, to other He shit. is analyzed. Um, but he, uh, he has gingivitis. <laughs> his, po- his pockets are full of war. There's yeah. scotch candy. <laughs> He's resistant to very good scotch. <laughs> Fiscally conservative. <laughs> He's part of the greatest generation. <laughs> Will it give you socks for Christmas? <laughs> He has no condition immunities or damage resistances or immunities. Okay. He's a dude. He's a dude. <laughs> but, but he is definitely stunned, and you definitely have analyzed him. So, okay. Right. Um, so, you gonna move or you stay put? Uh, did I knock him back any or anything? Or no, where I'm no, still, he, I'm still just base like, to base. He's just fucked up. No, I'm gonna stay here. Uh, try actually, to focus on where you are. No, well, he's stunned. Um, so you get to go again. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, I'm gonna get to go again. Yeah. I'm just gonna stay here. Okay, it's his turn. Oh. He's stunned. Uh, yeah, oh, he can't do anything. He goes okay. like, come on. I got you. That's his turn. Oh. And I'm gonna. He's like, what, what's a TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> what, <honey>? What's <laughs> a TikTok? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna take the top of my turn to just turn and look at forward through the bars and go and then go right back into it. All right. uh-huh. Um Make that money. <laughs> make that money. Uh, oh um, pop pop. Yeah. 
<laughs> Advantage on both attacks. So as he's kind of stumbling back, I'm gonna Good. kind of rush forward with like uh, a knee, yeah. kind of his sternum, and then go for a kind of a palm strike to his chin oh, to okay. continue to kind of press like on it. him. First knee lunge. Go for it. Uh, still at advantage, right? Yes. This is like Jason Bourne against yeah. the Pepperidge Farm guy. <laughs> uh, 24. 24 definitely hits. You roll damage. Uh, 12 damage. 12 damage. Right in the chest. Whoa! You see like a little bit of spittle. He's like Street, Street Fighter style when you occasionally hit them when they throw up in Street Fighter yeah. 2. I'm going to keep pushing into his triangle and go for, go for palm strike. What's the most second attack? 24. Uh, with um, 13 damage. Watch like two teeth. Oh, go no. fling out Chicklets. Oh. That's your action. You still have your bonus. I kind of. Don't feel bad. Feel bad. Um, but but I go for the stunning strike for that last oh, one with kind of God. with his cracked teeth. Let's see. Yeah, stunning strike again. Uh. Sixteen. He makes uh, it. He makes oh. it. Oh, and vinegar. Um, but he's still uh, he's still stunned currently. Yep, and you have a bonus action. So, um, flurry of blows. So <laughs> another key point. So burning through them. But yeah. forest law. Well, I've got you advantage. Gotta see monks are in a duel. Our live show. A natural 19, 29 with a yeah. seven on my hit, so thirteen. Thirteen damage. Yeah. Ooh. Can right. you stunning strike on the bonus action? Yes, so how's, I can. How's this attack now? I'm just like, <laughs> and then <sighs> I'm gonna back around and go for a full roundhouse right. for another so stunning back, strike go for on a third my. Strike is the head, and then the momentum you push into a spinning back kick to yeah, the head. Yeah, uh, stunning strike again. Um, both of those are 16, so 26. Yeah, and damage. I rolled an eight on an eight, so 14 damage. 14 damage stunning, stunning strike. strike. Uh, 14. Fail. Oh, no. Oh, no. oh, oh buddy. Oh, pop up. <laughs> All right, so like. I've never seen him so he's down on one knee. And he's like, he's like. One eye is not like, like you can't see the white because it's just red. <laughs> He's like, that's oh, 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 oh. go. Um, I turn. Everyone's like, whoa! It's your turn, what are you doing? Um, oh, shit. I turn and I look at Jaquel. I see Jaquel behind me. Uh, uh, no, you don't see Jaquel anywhere behind you. You just see, you see Ford and Yasha going. <laughs> I go. Is there a ring medic? Oh yeah! Finish him. Uh, elbows to his grill. Okay. <laughs> With advantage. He's like Janice. <laughs> And what was his deck? Huh? 
what this was a. What, what, what oh, I was elbow hand, oh, so elbowing him in the face <laughs> for my first pop. Oh, second uh, attack with advantage. For my second pop. Making that broken windpipe sound. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> both of those are seventeens. Okay. 12 damage. 12 damage. All right, you have a bonus action still. Uh, After you elbow, you go once again in the side of the head, and he's like, oh! How is he looking? Oh, he's fucked up! (laughs) Come on, come on! Put him out, put him out! You have a bonus action. Put him out of misery. People are like, fucking take him down! Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, okay. Gail? Can I, as like um, a flavored, yes, um, Fluria blows, uh-huh. get him into a sleeper hold and just go sleep, go sleep, I'll and have. just try to like, I'll go like it. in this in like a so I'm not breaking more of his dentures kind of way. I'll love it. All right, all right. What dentures are left? My fucking forehead hurts so much. You're just hitting gums now. Like 27. Times before 27. Sleep. All right. This is a no way. Eight so damage. This <laughs> no, not in any capacity. All right. Eight I'm a horrible person right now. All right. And your second in. one. Sorry, it's just adding layers. Um. I can't go to sleep yet. I haven't taken my pills. <laughs> 27. Okay. Damage. Uh, uh, 11. Okay. And stunning strike again to try and end this. Fucking God. I already know how you want to do this. <laughs> okay. My grandson graduates to eighth grade tomorrow. <laughs> and, and with, with rapid shushing, he goes to sleep in Bogart's arm before eventually, and once you feel Go limp. You, you like kind of <laughs> set him down, and everyone goes. <laughs> yeah! Wow, that was dark. The, the door opens, <laughs> and the uh, the white robed figure rushes out. And grabs him, like heals him up for a second. And he kind of like <gasps> shoots up the consciousness and help the. the I, ro- I help him up. You pick him up, and he's like, and no victor goes to Beauregard. Oh my god! Yeah. And a big round of applause, <laughs> Robo, once again. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I just kind of. His, are the back of his pants covered in brown? <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> if you're lucky. Boy. Oh, oh. Um, I, 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 uh, still the out, out of the pit. Oh. No. And Ovo immediately grabs a tankard and Had sits down it. and just starts drinking. Looks up at you and goes, oh. Give that dude some money. Yeah, Holy um, shit. Hey, man, I kind of like maybe illegally <laughs> bet it on myself. I don't know what the walls are, but um, you're, a, you're an underground fighting pit. <laughs> yeah, there are none. You know what? I'll let me get back to you. Just sit for a second. You bet on yourself. I don't know. I didn't say that. You're delusional. <laughs> oh, make a deception check. <laughs> blood coming out of your ear. <laughs> Natural one. Yeah, uh, eleven. Eleven. He goes. If you give me what you bet on yourself, I won't tell him. Yeah, let me think about that. I feel real bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not like a hard sell. I'm gonna be totally honest. Mm. Uh, all right, was I good? You were 
Dude, I, you know. <laughs> I knew it. He's just, he's just stumbling around. Yeah, he's like doing yeah. kind of circles in his face before he sits back down again. Hmm. Um. I lean against that back wall and I raise my Mai Tai at her. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, you, you get the sense from the cheers, and people recognize him. He comes here and fights probably a lot. And based on that fight, he probably doesn't win a lot. But oh. most everyone who fights here wins a little money. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, and you get the sense he's kind of a like, win or lose, I still get paid type fighter. Um, okay. At that yeah. point, uh, Jack Hal comes out once more and goes, so that was a rapid display. <laughs> But it was just the warm-up, because now we're taking here to the battlefield our second fight of the night. This one, not fisticuffs. This one's to steal. And I'll bring here, first time to the battlefield, all the way from the Menagerie Coast, Darrow of the Stubborn Stock. And he kind of looks over at you and goes like, hey friend, may the best fighter win. And he rushes out with the jog with his weapons <laughs> ready. And the cheer, the crowd just goes cheering, and, and, and like, like one one woman who's up there dressed really nice, like throws a rose down towards him, and he goes like, ha, ha, drops his battle axe and catches it in the air. Medieval <laughs> times, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Green Knight. Green Knight. Yeah. <laughs> More Green Knight. And the other Green challenger. Ford! Where'd you say you were from again? You said you were from Port Tamale. From Port Tamale! As I walk in, I point yeah. to him and I open up my hand and I cast Armor of Agathus, or, or Armor of uh, Agathus on myself at fifth level. It's like pulling in all the moisture of the air. And I'll look at him and say, I'm excited for this. Time for a tune up of some new tricks. Ah. <laughs> uh. Don't worry, friend. I got a few tricks up my own sleeve. And you see him kind of reach up and grab something around his neck and kind of close his eyes for a second. And he grabs his shield back up once more, has his battle axe at the side. Shit. Um, <laughs> and. He's going to go ahead and concentrate for a second, and you watch as the battle axe suddenly begins to grow with a oh. bright light that shines. Like a like a vibrant white torch, and twenty feet around him, all of a sudden it's just this 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 like lighthouse of a battle axe, glowing as you see the holy symbol around his neck that you now notice with the symbol of Pelor glow as well. I told you that guy was really hardcore. Everyone, everyone goes like, yeah! Cheers again at both of you guys. You have all this like icy, like uh, frozen armor that's now spines of jagged frost just sticking out of you. And the other figure just holding this 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 beacon of light. Wow. I just stand there and raise my fists. Your fists. <laughs> Everyone kind of looks down and goes like, "All right, looks like an interesting fight here. Weapon on bare knuckles." He's starting to believe. Okay. <laughs> 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 Eleven. Eleven. Alrighty. Uh, Darrow goes first with a thirteen. Mm -hmm. um, so Darrow's like, 
Fred, come on. I want you to show me what you got, but first, let me show you mine. <laughs> and he rushes in towards you, kind of at an angle to kind of push over to this direction, uh, is going to go ahead and begin with two melee attacks against you. Okay. Uh, with the battle axe. The first one is going to be. Uh, 24 to hit. Yes. The second one is 24 to hit. Same roll yeah. twice. All right. You take from each blow. Well, your first attack, you take 10 points of slashing damage. Okay. And eight points of radiant damage. Okay. As it strikes you, and this like flash of radiant energy blasts off the impact. The second strike is 13 points of slashing damage. Okay. And seven points of radiant damage. Gotcha. How much damage does he take from Arbor, Armor of Agathis? Uh, two strikes? Yes. So 50 points of cold damage. 50! What? Zero? Damn! Yeah, high level armor of Agathis what is rough. <laughs> every hit is 25 points of damage? That's one and a half to two hits. Yeah, for every spell level, warrior. it's five yeah. points of damage every time it takes damage, as long as the armor lasts. And it's That's as long as the armor's not working. How many? Is the armor still around after That's that damage? It. The armor's gone. Yep. Okay. okay, so the armor, so the Whoa. first strike hits. So you see it. There's a awesome. flash of light and then a spray of jagged ice that kind of <laughs> swings back for a second hit. It impacts and the ice armor shatters. There's a blast of bright light, uh, a mist, and looks like like a bunch of, of moisture that just evaporates around as the mist dissipates. You see Darrow is just filled with broken pieces of broken ice and frost. It's now bleeding, goes like, Oh, that was very, that was very uh, tricky. Well done. Wow. <laughs> and he's going to use the last of his turn to, hold on, let me see here. What is he going to do? He's going as a bonus action to cast Sanctuary on you. On, 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 himself. Or on, on himself against you. Um, so he's like, oh. Okay, let's try this again. He takes the whole symbol, holy symbol there, and you see like a little glow. You're not quite sure what it means. He's like, "Okay, show me what you got." Okay. Show me. Uh, I will uh, summon the Star Razor. <laughs> the blade appears in your hand. I will use my bonus action to cast Hexblade's Curse on him. Okay. And I will use one of the sword's two charges to cast Fairy Fire on him. Okay. Uh, first, let's go ahead and. Yeah, it's a beast. Takes blades, curse. I don't think you use that. Once a day. Once a day. See invisibility and fairy fire. Fairy fire. Oh, the stuff. There it is. There it is. Takes blades, curse. Black light. Fairy Already. And fairy fire. He's gonna make. Is it a charisma saving throw? Uh, and is a great question. Very fire. Is a dexterity 15. A dexterity 15. Yeah. You were the dragon last time. 15 exactly. Uh, he makes it. Great. Sorry. It's fine. Yeah. He's got sanctuary up, dog. He does. Okay. All right. Is that your turn? It is. All right. So that happens like. Okay. He's, in a, he's now seeing some strange stuff. He's like, just to kind of whirl around to this side to 
try and kind of keep you towards the center as he's backing and kind of spinning around. You got some tricks there, friend. Some crazy bits, and he sees the shadows kind of gathering around him. <laughs> that doesn't feel good. <laughs> dabbled, dabbled in some weird stuff. Uh, all right. Sorry. And he's going to go ahead and. Uh, <laughs> I like this. this guy. I like this guy. Yeah, I like yeah. him. I like him. I like him. Uh, he's going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> use his bonus action to cast Blinding Smite. Okay. So the, the 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 head of the axe glows even brighter for a second, and he's going to go ahead and make a swing towards you, mm-hmm. breaking his sanctuary. That is a natural twenty. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Yeah. Are you going to? No. <laughs> That's a good boy. Uh, all right. <laughs> so you. Take. Actually, he's going to go ahead and pump his no. second third level spell into this to divine smite. Good job. Pally, pally. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. This, is gonna, this is going to be ugly. All right. So that's going to be. I'm new to this. Oof, there's a lot of DH here. Oh, and it's going to. You can do that after you after, after you you've hit. Yeah. yeah. You can just hide. Oh. Holy shit. Yeah. It's gonna be nasty. <laughs> it's gonna be bad because he doubles his dice. Yep. Yeah. Oof. That sounds like a lot. How many hit points do you have? 99. Not anymore, you don't. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna hurt. I don't know if it's gonna knock you down. I mean, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna suck. It's gonna really suck. What level are you doing to that? Uh, it's a third level. 3d8s has just come up at Okay. It's a lot of math coming at you real fast. I know, I know, I'm waiting. Gotta spare the dying ray to go just in case. <laughs> oh boy, he's wincing. You take... Ninety-two points of... One d8 with his axe, plus one d8 radiant from having the paladin that ability. Was uh, then three d8 radiant damage from the blinding smite hit, which was a critical. And then a third level divine smite is an additional four d8. Really well, and then all that got doubled. And then on top of that, his bonus to damage. Yeah, well, he takes three points of radiant damage. <laughs> That was amazing. Oh, wow. He might have just mistaken. <laughs> you guys watch as the impact hits, and it's like a shock wave that expands outward. Fuck. The the this divine light Shit. impacts and cracks through every shadowed nook and cranny of Ford's armor before he's just surrounded in burning, searing light, and he screams out instinctually, oh, uh, like he like you've sm- smote demons and sent them to other dimensions. For a second, you're afraid Ford's about to tear apart at the seams. <laughs> Before it fades and leaves him smoking. I also need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. <laughs> blinding smite, yo. Oh, right. The blinding smite. It's because you wore him out with those push ups. Uh, 13. Yeah. 13. You are blinded. Oh, oh no. Lord. Oh, this is this oh, bad no. Day. <laughs> you have a with a crit. Nah. <laughs> oh, no, Forge oh, the grandpa so in this fight. <laughs> 
I can't find my. Bust out the dog I'll just put this on you for. Oh no! He's also concentrating to maintain. Leans over to Jester and just says, "This is very violent." Oh god! This is so much worse than I thought it was going to go. It's until the spell at the end of each turn you have to make Constitution saving throw to see if it maintains. At the end of my turn or his? At the end of your turn. Okay. All right. So that's his first strike. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Because you are blinded, he has advantage on the attack roll. Cool. Oh, that is. Cool. Nope. He's going to miss you. Another natural 20. Miss him. Does a 16 hit? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. You are fucking lucky. Whoa. <laughs> All right, those are his two attacks. Oh, my God. And he kind of backs away a bit. Actually, no, because you're still. He's gonna like stand there and like watching you just there, reeling from it. Go like, look up the rest of the crowd and go, yeah. <laughs> like kind of rally them a bit. People go, yeah, they're going nuts. People are cheering. It's crazy. It's your turn. Ford. <laughs> Is he at a straight roll? He's fairy fired. He doesn't and believe. Ford is blind. Uh, no, he 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 resisted the fairy fire. Uh, Ninety-two points. Yeah, that was crazy. Well, wow, that, that kind of changed any strategy I have. All right, let's try. Fuck it, right? We just kind of got to go for it. Uh, with my bonus action, I will uh, cast Banishing Smite, and I will take two strikes blindly at him. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Disadvantage. So blinding spy on disadvantage in the attacks. You, you don't. You, yeah. There's no canceling because of the hex or anything like that. No. no, he does extra damage if you don't think so. Come on. Uh, that is a 16 to hit? 16, you swing wide. He's with his shield, the flex off of the side, and you feel it hit dirt. Cool, Florida good swing. Right. Florida, turn your right! Got it. Oh, uh, three and a four. Oh. I'm sorry, I meant your left. <laughs> this time you telegraph oh, the swing, and as you go wide, he just kind of like, Looks over towards uh, some of the crew above and goes like, oh. and ducks it while looking at some of the crowd watching oh, boy. with a bit of a smile. That's rude. Uh, Fuck oof. you, Green Knight! I, I missed it, Knight. I missed. No, you got him. You got him. He's yeah, dead. Yeah. Cool. Um, banishing smite. Do you still have uh, concentration? So you still maintain it if you can maintain concentration. Uh, sure. Or just stay conscious. We'll make a Constitution saving throw. Oh. Oh, right at the end. Okay. See if you can resist the blindness. Thirteen. Thirteen. Nope. Still blind. Oh, man, these are piss poor rolls. You just up all your luck. I did. I really did. His turn. He's gonna go ahead oh, and shift God. over this way. Good. Good. Good man. And gonna lean in and be like, "Are you okay, man?" <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel kind of bad. No, just go for it. This is great. Put it on show. <laughs> Don't old man me, let's go. <laughs> I don't know what that you means, but okay. Pop, pop. <laughs> um, he's going to go ahead and first attack with advantage. Oh no. I'm going to teach Ronan pop pop as soon as I can. Uh, <laughs> it's a 21 to hit. Oh. Yeah, it hits. Oh. Oh. You take. 
<laughs> Double ones on two d eight. Okay. Uh, nine points of uh, or eight points of slashing damage and one points uh, one point of radiant damage. Nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. Correct. Uh, you see me fall backwards, unconscious, but my relentless endurance. Oh shit! Half work kicks in. That's right. So you're still at one hit point. So I pop up to one hit point. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> And he takes two points of radiant damage. (laughs) Got it. All right. Make a concentration check. Constitution saving through to see if you can maintain your your smite. Sixteen. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Second attack with advantage. Oh boy. Uh, That's going to be twenty. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah, that'll do. So the knocks you up into the air. He hits you with the flat end of the battle axe, just for a sheer impact. Knocks you in the air, onto the ground, and everyone goes like, cheering. And you see him going like, but he's like looking at Ford like, this is good. He throws the axe down on the ground and kind of like reaches out and lay hands to you for. <laughs> the other guy. Yeah. He hands you so for 15 points. Thank you. He's had a really bad day. Very you kind know. of you. I take yeah. it off. And, and he pulls you back up. It's like, I mean, only this match. Yeah. But some of that, some of that stuff I saw you do was pretty crazy. I actually had a hernia this morning, so I don't want to make. <laughs> oh, well, that explains it all. No, yeah, no he takes your hand and holds it up, oh, and he's guys. like, oh, "That's not necessary." What a good job, bad guys! And Kevin's like cheering. Yeah, yeah. Do, uh, drinks on the house for the combatants? Uh, they are now. My treats. Great. Good. I'll be over here. Have a kind of cheers. Let's just pretend we didn't see it happen, okay? <laughs> you were all in the bathroom. Oh, we're in the bathroom I saw that happen. I go grab a whiskey, I go up to where everyone else is. Wow, that was. What'd you think? That was I, you, did, you did good. I was in yeah. the bathroom, I missed the whole thing. Did you win? You missed my fight? <laughs> It was a, a hard-fought battle, I would say, fairly... Caleb, how would you describe it? He you did great. Fought valiantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was... Yeah. Just as I knew you would, Ford. Good job. stick to itiveness Where did mm-hmm. not go? And where, where did not go? Um, it was because I lost. She stepped out. No, no, before the fight. No, she was, she wasn't. Oh, she didn't stick around for the... I'm gonna go back down to the bar. I'm gonna come with you! Yasha, please do better than I did. <laughs> yeah, okay. I go get drinks with Thor. Right. As Jack Hell walks back out to the center of the ring. All right, everyone, that was quite a display. Two in a row of extremely fast battles. <laughs> 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 Long way from Grog. That was rough. I'm, I'm sorry. But once again, like you did, you did 50 damage from not even hitting him. Like, I thank you. I never hit him. <laughs> I gotta rework this strategy. That did not work. Some shit rolls. That was some shit rolls. He rolled really, really well. Um, so, for our final bout tonight, we have. Our returning challenged champion of Fisticuffs here 
in the stone coffin. Can I bring out Cal Dimmons? The crowd goes, Woo! Wow. And you watch as the dwarf woman sits up, finishes her tankard, throws it on the ground, ping, ting, ting, kind of rolls in a circle, walks out to the center. It's like cracks every part of her body. I like it. And the one person with the guts enough to try and take her on. Yasha from Johas! And it was like, yeah! cheering, big class. Let's go, Yasha! You walk out, they close behind. The, the the medic comes up and heals you for an additional. Don't fucking touch me. Okay, the medic turns back around. <laughs> Start warming up, no hitting my muscles. I lean into her and I say, uh, So you're the champion. Yeah. You're a reason. Well, you better give him a show then. I plan on it. Kisses. You're waiting for it. You're waiting for it. The room gets quiet and tense. Everyone's just kind of leaning forward over the railing. All the breath leaves the chamber as Jekyll goes. Oh, Roll initiative. Go, Yasha! Oh, get it that So I get stuff. advantage. Yeah. Oh. You do. <laughs> One of you wins Six. fucking initiative. Six! Oh, you nope. were. Right. With, an, nope. with advantage. I have no. Yep. Oh, no. Nothing to add. Cal goes first. Everybody oh, wins. No! Oh, no. Yeah, we all lost oh, advantage. We all lost initiative. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Cal goes. <laughs> bites her lower lip before charging towards you. Bonus action goes into a rage, frenzied rage. Um, frenzied rage, three attacks. Yeah. Um, so, just so you're aware here, fists, for standard of this, are just one damage plus your strength modifier plus whatever your rage bonus and everything else would be. Okay. So, just keep that in mind. Yeah. So, running forward, <laughs> reckless attack on you with advantage out of the gate. All three attacks, or under two attacks, because the bonus action doesn't was used to rage. So just two attacks on you. Uh, natural twenty, oh. which means it's now two damage and a die. It doesn't do much. Criticals in a fist fight don't do too much, oh, right. unless you're a monk. Um, yeah. So it's going to be seven points of bludgeoning damage on the first hit. Okay. Second attack is going to be ooh, not good. Eleven. Okay. Not, advantage, not, no, not eleven damage. Just it no, was eleven to hit. Oh, oh, uh, no, that doesn't hit. <laughs> yeah, no, I've rolled a one and a two. Oh, shit. And, oh, that's it. That's it for this round. Uh, and it's just, yep. at this point, finishes. <sighs> Come on, me. It's your turn. Okay. She's grinning through it. Wait, are you going to rage? No. I mean, sorry. <laughs> um, that is. Uh, uh, you have advantage because she does. Yeah, you have advantage on your attacks against her. Are you raging first or you? No. No? Oh. Interesting. Okay. That's better. Uh, that would be uh, 21 to hit. That hits. Um, and I just look at her and I backhand her across the face. <gasps> okay, that still, that still does the damage. So it's one damage plus your strength modifier. I love it. So four. Yeah. 
four, reduced because she's raging to two. Great. All right. You have a second attack. Go on. Yep. So you just advantage. Advantage. Okay, that was good. Uh, that is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, oh shit! The other, the first one was sixteen. Twenty-three to hit. Hits. Old damage, or not old damage for this one, because it's just a, another. Uh, I do it again with my other hand. <laughs> oh. So four points is the. Foregoing the rage damage. Everyone, everyone in the crowd goes like, "Oh!" Whoosh! Like the room gets really loud and gets really quiet as she's like. <laughs> Fuck it, I did it. <laughs> and like jumps at you like a feral beast. Oh gosh. Um, is now for this attack, not fists, but fingernails. Is like going to scratch towards your face. Um, going reckless again. Three attacks. Natural 20. Oof. Once again, I know this, this dice is rolling really well. Um, but it's still seven points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Second one. Is going to be 25 to hit on six points of bludgeoning damage. And that bonus action third strike is going to be uh, only a 14 to hit. That does not hit. The one misses. So, and the air leaps, and the first one claws across your face and scratches while the hand grabs the front of, uh, of your kind of tunic area and holds on, feet planted up on your chest. The other hand comes down and attempts to gouge into your eye. And you pull back, and she just scratches across your face. Now you have scratches on both sides of your face. And the third time goes to try and, and come down and pummel you, and you just push her off, and she kind of lands back onto her legs. <laughs> she looks, she's going crazy. Oh, man. It's your turn. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. You get advantage because she's reckless attacking. Yep. Okay, 21 to hit. That hits. Uh, okay, so. Um, I still holding back on your rage? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, but why? I push her, and I get really close to her, and I say, is that all you got? <laughs> are you using your action to shove her, or are you using your action to make an intimidation check? No, I'm just saying that to her, and okay. then I push her. Okay. Are you doing damage to the push, or just pushing her? No. Okay. Just pushing her? Just pushing her. Make an athletics check. Okay. Cocky. I like it. Uh, 22. Okay. Uh, just double check something here real fast. What's this Yasha doing? She's killing her with kindness. Uh, Backhands. Okay. Do you want to push her five feet away with your push or knock her prone? Just push her five feet away. Okay, so you push her five feet back. It's your first strike. You can move in closer if you want to. Yeah, oh yeah, second attack. Okay. At advantage. Nope, doesn't hit. Nothing. Okay. So the second time you move forward and you try and slap her again? Yeah. Or try to slap her and she kind of catches your wrist. And you see her eye kind of twitching. Not unable to understand and really figure out what you're about. And everyone's like, oh shit! You pull your hand back and break her grip. It's now her turn. Yeah, she's going all in again. Three more strikes. She's going to go ahead and 
leap over you and land behind you and try and get onto your back and begin trying to pull away and pummel the back and sides of your head, just boxing you from, from over top. Uh, that is going to be a 24 to hit. Yep. You take six points of bludgeoning damage. No. Uh, seven points of bludgeoning damage. No. And that's a 17 to hit? Yep, just hits. Uh, then yeah, you take another six points of bludgeoning damage. Oh. Oh. Um, with that bloodied, I finally start to smile, which you haven't seen in a while. Oh, okay. She's supposed to get beat up. This is some weird thing. 19 plus seven. Twenty-six, yeah, twenty, twenty, twenty-six. That definitely hits. Um, she's still on my back. Yep. I just shove her off onto the ground. Just pull her off onto the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Slamming her onto the ground, doing two points of damage. Yep. Would be four, but two because she's raging still. <laughs> onto the ground now. Arms and legs are kind of curled up in a defensive position, almost like a like a spider knocked onto its back. What are you doing? Second attack. Yeah. What are you doing for the second attack? It's it it's it's twenty total. Well, twenty total. That hits. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am going to kick her in her side. Crack into that bit there. All right. Yeah. That's another two points of damage. Alrighty. Is that your turn? That's my turn. All right. She's gonna after being thrown over and onto her back, she gets back up, growls loudly, <laughs> and is gonna go ahead and kind of flank around to the side. And is going to attempt to swing to pick you up to throw you on the ground. So she's going to make uh, a shove attack, make an athletics check. Sixteen. Sixteen. She rolled a sixteen. They both got even. Let me see. Is this like a game of war, and then you go again? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. This is this athletics versus athletics. All right. Let's roll. Succeed would be equaling, so the, the defense. No, it was, yeah. So you get knocked prone. She grabs and sweeps you up and slams you onto the ground. So you're knocked prone there. And the second strike, she's going to bring both her fists up and kind of like gorilla slam on top of you, with advantage because you were prone. Uh, that'll be twenty-five. So you take six points of bludgeoning damage again. Uh, and bonus action. Go for a second slam. Uh, that is a 20 to hit. That hits. Six points of bludgeoning damage. As you were just being pummeled into the ground, you watched every impact, the heavy, there's now like foam curling at the corners of Cow's mouth. Um, with every hit, the rocks nearby surrounding the, the point of impact kind of, kind of shake and scatter a bit. It's your turn. Okay, so I would like to try from the ground as she's going down to grab her, her wrists. Okay. And try to bring her close to me. Uh, Is there any grapple her? Yeah, uh, seventeen. Seventeen? Or well, I guess. Is this a grapple you're trying to? And you only have advantage on this because she didn't reckless attack. Oh, okay. I rolled ten for both. Okay. So, gotcha. would I? What do I add to that then? If you're trying to Just grapple her, athletics check. Athletics check. Okay, seventeen. Seventeen. Same. And you, she has advantage on it because she's raging. 
but still rolls only a 15. So okay. you do, you have her grappled now. You are on the ground, you reach up, and you have her like held to you with your first attack. So I, I, I when I grab her by her wrist, I, I pull her close. I say, you're fucking <laughs> weak. <laughs> and I push her away. Make an intimidation check. Oh my god, yeah, it's just so hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Uh, Orphan Raker. Use your strength for it if you want to. Okay, uh, 19. 19. Natural fucking one. Oh! As you push her away, she's frightened of you. And she like boxing's like, <laughs> yes. And looks up at everyone around, and everyone's like, like leaning in and going, what, the what is happening? She's like, <laughs> yeah. It's her turn, and she like steps back and steps back to about ten feet away from you. She's frightened. She's frightened. Yeah. Holy oh my god! Shit! She's gonna lose her rage. Spooked her. Oh my she's god! All right, it's your turn. Okay. So, uh, t- technically, the 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 grapple. This is so cool. I think is. So this, is got a, this is very oh different god. than I was expecting. Um, to me, a grapple is an attack, so it does maintain the rage. She would, she would have to not attack her this round. Oh, okay. To have the rage drop. Or not be hit. Or not be hit, yeah. Okay. Um, and she can be frightened while she's raging? She can be frightened, yeah. Well, I should have to check that. Think how crazy that would be if it was an old man. That'd be so mean. Is that all you've got? Is that all you've got? You're weak. No, I know. You are old. <laughs> I came for rice pudding! Okay, I will say, because she is a frenzy barbarian, she is immune to, to frightened oh. while raging. Oh, got it. Okay. Um, okay, okay. So she's not, she's not frightened of you, but you're still seeing a reaction out of her. Like, the frightened condition hasn't broken through. She's not backing away so much, but she's definitely like, sure. she can't figure you out. And in the middle of that blind, like, feral rage, you're cutting through a bit. Okay. Um, so then on her turn, she is going to attack you. Um, will not be reckless. It's like Because of that, I'll say. Uh, that's going to be a 21 to hit. So six points of bludgeoning. And an 11. Miss. That misses. Bonus action. Uh, I take it you used your turn on your turn to get up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the third strike would be. That's cocked. Natural one. Oh, oh shit. So like claw punch. Broken a streak, Yasha. It's your turn. Okay, so I walk up to her and I go up to attack her. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I don't have advantage, right? No, she didn't okay, do reckless so, this turn. Uh, 16. 16 just hits. If you want it. 16 oh, that's hits. True. Well, that 16 hits. hits. What? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to go reckless. Okay. Um, thank you. 17. Okay. She will have advantage now. Um, so I am going to um, punch her in her stomach, but I'm going to pull the punch. But the crowd won't notice that. So not do any damage? So, no. All right, so she, she reacts from the blow and looks confused. That's your first attack. Maybe she's just trying to make Ford feel better. You're not there. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> yeah, that hits. Uh, 25. 25. <laughs> um, so you pull the one punch back. And, she's like, <laughs> and then I smack oh. her again. For another two damage? Yeah. 
All right. There's nothing. Yeah. She's got a little bit of curled blood at the corner of the mouth from this slap, which hits. What are you waiting for? And she leaps oh. towards you, puts her hands around her your neck, and is like going for a strangle, which, I'll, from a thematic standpoint, um, with advantage, that definitely hits six points of bludgeoning as she's pushing Whoa. in towards your windpipe. Uh, Nineteen to hit, another That's six points of bludgeoning damage, and bonus action, twenty-one to hit. Ooh, so it's, it's uh, another so three so it's. Uh, 18 points of bludgeoning damage this round as she's like now on top of you. You're you're lo- you're you're strong enough to hold your weight, and you're kind of like having to go on your back foot to hold it. But she's like pounced on you like like a creature, and is like just pushing in your windpipe, looking through your eyes with absolute fury. It's your turn. Okay. Um. Let's see. If it, yeah. 18. 10. Oh, good. Uh, okay. So. Uh, 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 25 to hit again. Definitely hits. What do you do? So she's she's in front of me. Yeah. So I would like to um, run up against the bars <gasps> and push her up against the wall. All right. While so she's you, strangling so you. Spin her this way. Yeah. All right. Just just make make a strength check for me if you don't mind. Uh, not good. It's uh, okay. She didn't get good either. Five. Five. Oof. Total. Total. Ooh. Technically, she technically she still wins. So you Kay. you go to pull her around with that first strike, and as you go to push, she actually kind of pulls her leg off of your chest and puts it behind and prevents you from moving further. You can use your second attack if you want to try again. Yeah. All right. Reckless. Yeah. Oh, you do have advantage on your strength checks. Oh. Because you are. Oh no, you're not raging, so you're not. Oh, mind. sorry. So the second okay, one so is. So, wait, this is just, why this, am I doing it? Why did I just roll twice? Because she was reckless attacking. You, she was. You, well, this is a strength check. If you're this just pushing. This is just a strength check. Yeah. So the, so the first, first one, one was. I think the first one was a f- uh, four, so f- seven. Seven. Yeah. You. You. Yeah. You're pushing her, but she's digging in, and resisting, resisting. She's scraping across the ground. You're getting. You see the dirt, like groove, pushed behind her as you're kind of slowly pushing her towards the bars. You don't quite get her there. But you're definitely oh, like getting some ground with her. On her attack, she's still clutching onto your throat and is going to continue to squeeze. Uh, misses the first one, uh, and she's yeah, she's going reckless with these. So uh, that's going to hit. That's another six points of bludgeoning damage, and twelve points total. Twelve points total. Yeah, still just squeezing. The absolute anger in her eyes, but still a look of confusion. The head's kind of turned to the side. Your turn. Okay, um, I'm going to shove her back into the wall again, see if I can do that. Strength check. Um, uh, 14. Natural one. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to shove her up against the wall and I'm going to scream at her, show me why you're the fucking champion! <laughs> Oh, shit. So, so as you in the metal bars, uh, the, the the guards and the healer kind of like back away as dust shakes off of them. Um, the bars, the sound of it, the iron clattering fills the chamber with this heavy impact sound. Everybody on this end is like leaning over the bars to see where it's going. Uh, you hear a table kind of like get pushed over off to the side of someone just get excited and knocked it over um, for her turn. She's going to turn back and release. Or not, she's going to pull her thumb away from your windpipe and is going to attempt to headbutt you. Uh, that is going to be reckless on you. Yeah, that's six points of bludgeoning damage. Crack right into your forehead. You can feel the skin split. 
and the blood begin to warm down the front of your face and nose. Second headbutt. That's going to be a 20 to hit. Another six bludgeoning damage. Crack a second time. Her head split as well. Um, there's just blood in both of your faces, but she's just. Third one uh, is going to be a 15. It's 15 hit. The third time she goes to headbutt you a third time, and it's just too slick and actually kind of skids off the side as you move your head along the way. It's your turn. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to sh- try to shove her off of me. Okay. Uh, natural 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So I'd like to shove her off of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, natural one, two natural ones in a row on her. <laughs> and just shove her off and throw her against the wall. Okay, so you push uh-huh. her this way into the bars again on this end? Yeah. So you, you pull back and shove her off, she kind of slams into the bars, they rattle <laughs> from the impact. She's like, <sighs> Come on, champion. You're so close. Fucking finish it. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh, fuck. Fuck. The saddest pit. Are you moving in to, to close this the gap? Yeah. All right. So crazy. Ashley Johnson, you crazy. Do you feel intimidated? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> 24, my voice is not fully there, so I'm like, I tried to do the yelling. I'm like, I'm just going to stick to whisper. No, it's good. That's cool. That's cool. It's not fully coming out. Where is Harvey Dent? <laughs> Where is Harvey Dent? So another. 24. All right. Another, another two 24. <laughs> another two damage. As you rush forward, and what is this attack? Um, I'm just going to push her again into the bars. Against the bars. She's going to grab both the hands as you push her into it and knock them away. And is going to go ahead and attempt to punch upward with an uppercut towards you, reckless. Uh, that's going to be a s- eighteen. Yep. Six points of bludgeoning damage. Right. Uh, yeah, another six points of bludgeoning damage. <sighs> and then another six points of bludgeoning damage. Boy, just and it hits you in the stomach extremely hard. You you weren't quite ready for your your muscles didn't contract in time, and you just take full impact of the inside of your torso, and you feel like all the organs seize and pain, and the impact kind of ripple inside. Your vision's starting to go like a little. Great. Oh wait, why am I wrong? Oh, oh, reckless. You, you are, you are. Well, she, she was reckless. So you have advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, um. Twenty-eight. All right, that hits two damage. Uh, okay, so I would like to. Uh, um, actually, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Hold on, I was thinking something. Um, um, Finger of death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to take the bottom of my of my uh, 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 boot, and I'm gonna just push her up against the wall. She's just like, <laughs> you just push her and hold her against it. <laughs> okay. Like yeah. Sparta front boot. Yeah. 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 Okay. Not, not really any damage. You have your second attack. Yep. Gosh. For the advantage. Uh, 15? 15 misses. So no damage, but she's still holding the boot there. Her turn, held to, she's going to go ahead and attempt to like punch right underneath where the where the knee joint Ooh, is to see if yeah, she can. Uh, 
six points of bludgeoning damage. She knocks it underneath, the knee buckles, and she shoves your leg off to the side. You catch yourself. Second attack. I grab her, and I just say, finish the champion. She looks so furious and so weirded out <laughs> that she just like doesn't know what to do. And it's like, uh-huh. um, and that is going to be a 15 to hit. Doesn't hit. <laughs> uh, that will hit another six points of bludgeoning damage. Um, as she hits me, bloodied, just a smile of relief oh. before being knocked unconscious. And as you, as the final blow, Yasha swings back. Her feet go into the air and on the ground. The smile on her face. Uh, so you don't even try the relent. Well, you're not reaching, so I don't know yeah. And so you just, the eyes kind of roll back as the grin hits that you all see. And everyone kind of goes like, yeah! And they cheer. Cal, 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 Cal. And Cal's like, but all the cheers kind of die away a bit because Cal is not celebrating. Cal is just like, like she had seen a ghost, is just staring at Yasha unconscious in the ground, the blood caked under her fingernails. You know, the little bit of blood trickling from her, her jaw, just kind of like. And just leaves, like leaves the entire arena, storms through the gates, up the stairs, and out of the venue. I ruin people. She's going to give up fighting. Wow. <laughs> Everything gets quiet. Okay, that's been a real interesting evening. Uh, thank you all for coming. Uh, let's go ahead and do some uh, some payouts here, and thank you for making time here in the middle of the week. Uh, yeah! <laughs> I'll kind of jog over to the open bar since I'm down there anyway. Yeah, it's kind of like going forward. Medic. The, the the medic's already rushed over, and you heal. I think. Um, what is the thing? Oh no, that's only if you're raging. Fourteen hit points you heal. I just look at forward. Fourteen hit points. Okay. We were we agreed to have our asses kicks. <laughs> a show of solidarity. That's that's what that was the conversation when you all don't were try alone. to understand. Uh huh. You intentionally trying to deceive her? No, I'm just lying. <laughs> Bonos. Yeah. Bonos. Bonos. Gonna <laughs> look over at Caduceus. She was a champion for sure. I think. Um, oh, we're gonna have to have a talk. I about think that. Yasha needs some. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Yeah. Yasha comes out of our gate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Yasha does comes out. Hey. Joins you guys in the foyer area. Other folks hey. are starting to gather. Hey. How are you feeling? Hi, friend. She wow. is very, very strong. She is the champion for a reason. Yeah. Uh huh. Kind of. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you. She looked like it. She looked. I think uh, I gave it. Uh, I gave it my best. Mm-hmm. You you certainly slapped her your best. Um. <clears throat> are you okay? Felt like a lot of whispering. It's just all like a lot of like. 
Yeah, I think I, I think I was just off. I don't know. Mm. Because it just wasn't my fight. Okay. I'm sorry. Mm. I can I can pay you guys back. No, no, no. no, 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 no. It's all right. Yeah, I know you tried your hardest. It's not. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Do you feel good about the fight? I feel great. Yeah, yeah. See, that's apparent. Actually, that's kind yeah. of what concerns me. Yeah, you had this um, sort of a grin when you went out. I mean, I I do, I did as well. I enjoy the feeling of being knocked unconscious, but it seemed like you really, really liked it. Did you, uh, did you figure out what you were trying to figure out in there? I don't think I did, but there was a, a moment of release, I guess. I'm going to get another Mai Tai. Let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> actually, let's um, let's go to the, let's go to a bar and get like a round of Mai Tais, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Can official yeah. drink at Brexit trip. Yeah, Mai <laughs> Tai. <laughs> <laughs> the la- landlocked Brexit trip. A Tai. Yeah, before Yash even makes it like eight or nine steps from where she is, Caleb's already got two large flagons from the bar. Taking just umbrellas. Just hand ones over, it's a huge umbrella, just hands it to her, <laughs> holds her gaze for a second and says, I get it. That's still just only two Mai Tais, though. <laughs> like, I want a round of Mai Tais. Yeah, but you got the oh. spring break Mai Tais. Oh. Yeah. Gathering your winnings. Yeah. Winnings. Um, yes. Well, Caleb, <laughs> you put in 300. 200 on um, this winner right here. Right. Crone beater. Right, 100 of yours and 100 of hers, right? Yes, 200 total. Correct. So uh, that would mean you would get. I just you get your split whatever I get back with Beauregard. Okay, so you get your, your 100 back. Mm-hmm. So 200 back. Plus the uh, so be additional four hundred. You get on top of that four hundred. Okay, so I split. So that's six hundred total. You get three hundred. Thank you. I have three hundred. I'm sorry, no, four hundred so. total. That so it's two hundred each of you. Total two. Okay. Uh, Beauregard, because you because you were the actual entry uh-huh. person, you win one hundred and fifty gold plus ten percent of the pot, which uh, would be. Uh, 260. Nice. So it's a total of 310 that you made on top of that. 310 gold. Total? With Caleb? No. No, no this in is in addition to, to you, Caleb. Yeah. In addition to the cheating. Yeah, you made cheating bank money tonight. Damn. <laughs> so I made. You should wail on old dudes more often. Gold? <laughs> Holy shit. The lesson is punch old men. <gasps> <laughs> I um go up to Ova with a hundred gold. Okay. E- here, go to a dentist. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um. And he gets a payout on the side too from somebody else. Hmm. He makes money every night. Cool. Yeah, you get he's, the sense. he's doing well. Yeah, 
plasma donation. <laughs> yeah. I feel hey, a man, little I did it for a long time. Less bad for him. Bye, man. I'm just gonna go. Oh, okay. Um, for Jester, you put yeah. 120 on bow, so you get the 120 back, plus the, uh, what was the extra amount I told you? It was the... Hmm? What, what? What, what? Double, double your... One plus two plus two plus one. Right, it was a double down. So you got 240. 240 back. Wait. Correct. You spent... That isn't... You spent 300 and... 320. 320, and you got uh, 140 back, or so 240 back. Oh, okay, so I just okay. You still lost money. It was a one to one thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, thanks. Same. Two hundred back. <laughs> Fair. So that is all the winnings distributed. I'll double check that when I have time over the break if need be. Woo. Um, what have you been doing, Matt? Robbing the hat store. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Size tops are. What's it called? Size topper. Size, Size topper. topper. Um, okay. <laughs> Go ahead and roll a. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll <laughs> the thieves' tools check. Come on. Using your dexterity. Uh, I get reliable talent. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. <laughs> yeah. You you poke you poke into that hat store. It is it is closed. It is a beautiful array of all sorts of strange hats. Um, not not like the highest end, but it is a, a good array, and you have the pick of the litter. I want a top hat for myself. You got it. Uh, what else they got? They got any of those, they got those b- weird Bavarian things? Uh, no, 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 they, they do have... Um, <laughs> Charcoal? <laughs> this is just shit. Oh. You know, a little feather Hood. thing. Yeah. Well, it could be something like that, akin sure. to it, I guess I could say. Sure. Um, there are plenty of, like, Detailed bonnets with uh, all sorts of you know faux flowers and, and, and veil elements of it. Um, there are like wide brim riding hats. There are there's there's. I'll get I'll get a hat for everybody. Okay, okay. <laughs> we cut back. And you get to decide which hats you got. How much are you drinking? Mission Impossible. Oh, oh plenty. <laughs> just walking down the aisles I drinking. Just, I just feel like dan- dance of the sugar plum fairies going on. As you <laughs> find a little mirror. No! <laughs> That's amazing. Get a little yarmulke for Bo. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> All right. That'll take it. As you guys wander outside of the butchery and catch up with Nott, who is clutching a pile of hats. The fuck? I got presents! Where did you get this? Did you buy those? All those hats? Yes. <laughs> sure. That it's so like late. No. Where did you find a place that was open selling hats? There's an all-night haberdasher. What'd you get for me? I got you. Um, well, your horns are an issue. Yeah, it's uh, got to be a little teeny hat if you're going. To. Yeah, I got you. I got you just one of those tiny little doll hats that uh, you put on with like a little strap. <laughs> That's so I cute. I love it. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it got you a fez. It's weird with this head. Did you get this uh, did it sitting right? <laughs> it's sitting. taller. Kind of going to suit you, you gotta, in a weird way. Really? Yeah. It goes with your very. Gadget. Yeah, you're, you have a very vertical aesthetic. It does nothing to keep the sun off. I don't really see no, the point. Yasha got you a yellow beanie. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. 
It's. If you flip it down, it'd be more your style. If I flip it down, it'll be sad. Yeah, right. Oh, oh uh, shit! <laughs> I got you this weird Bavarian hat. <laughs> oh. oh, it's really long. I feel like a bird. Yeah. Uh, I got a nice top hat for me, but it's like one of those big ones. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like a mad, like a mad hat. hat. <laughs> uh, got you a baseball cap. <laughs> Or the uh, Zemnian equivalent. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I went to Mexico uh-huh. and all I got was his hat. <laughs> Hello, little boy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and Ford, I got you. Uh, oh boy. Just like a a a, a clerics, um, not a clerics, a clerk's uh, visor, visor, like for for doing accounting. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I would have thought like a cowboy hat. I was really yeah. expecting kind or, of a or a pirate's hat. Or... Hold on, mm. I'm gonna go back in and find a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> Did she just run in the next door? Roll an investigation check. Oh god, was there anyone out in the street? Nineteen. Uh, uh, you recall seeing it was like a cowboy hat. It is a writer's hat, but it looks strangely like a cowboy hat. You do find one. Here, give me that one. Okay. I just throw that one back in through the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Let's go to the barn! My time! With hats adorned, <laughs> drinks on the way, you stumble out. Some of you soar physically, some of you soar emotionally. <laughs> Uh, towards an evening of hat drinking. <laughs> and that's yes. where we'll end this holiday episode. Oh, <laughs> Kentucky Derby. Kinda, yeah. Hat drinking. I, I, drink I see much. your true <laughs> colors shining through. Man, that was a strange second half. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was really it was hot. It was dark. It was. It was. Holy was shit, Yasha! Cool, Yasha! Dark, Yasha! That was way to, way to Trent Reznor. So fucking cool. Cool. Really interesting yeah, oh my uh, God. move there. I loved it. Yeah, fifteen-year-old Ashley's coming out. Uh, yeah. yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Is the Stormlord just Johnny Cash? Yeah. I mean, um, all righty. Well, we uh, we come back in 2020 and pick up from here. A whole lot of threads. Some reading to do, some uh, weaving to do, all sorts of insanity, and a looming prospect of trying to to sew this negotiation together between two warring nations. So we got a lot to look forward to. Twenty twenty. Oh man, I know that's crazy. it's weird. I'm gonna ride in on my laser car. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody! Happy New Year! Uh, thank you so much for joining us for this crazy year, and for many of you years beforehand. Um, have a wonderful holiday. Uh, through all of it, I know for some people it can be a tougher time, but know that we're there with you. We appreciate you guys. We love you all so very much. And is it Thursday yet? Have a good night, guys. Have a good holiday. Happy New Year. Oh, hey, Ashley Johnson here, and I sure do hope you're enjoying the adventure. Remember when you first found out about Critical Role? Was it through a friend, or a family member, or maybe even through the words of a stranger in the review section of our podcast? 
Many listeners find our show through word of mouth and recommendations. So please consider rating and reviewing our podcast because each review makes an impression that may just inspire someone new to give our show a try. And that, more than anything, helps to support us. Thank you for joining us on this adventure. And until next time, let us try to leave the world a little better than we found it.